Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. The Brewing Network Sunday Session is brought to you by the badasses at More Beer. Visit them at morebeer.com. want to be one of the best brewers there is i stopped uh, dressing all in plastic you better be brewing five to six times a week a beer every beer is made with love and it begs to, to be appreciated i need something to kill the salmonella i'm kind of worried about in the eggs do you find that uh, that the hops kind of clash with the uh, chicken embryo you put in there <laughs> well, i might sleep here tonight it's a california <laughs> king there's plenty of room for both of us beavis how many of the brewers over there have seen your ass that's Clearly. it someone's getting cut tonight all yeah. i have to say is Hey, McDonald, how you doing? <laughs> now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Ah, hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to uh, The Hop Grenade, those of you sitting out in the live studio audience and the rest of you in uh, Internet Radio Podcast land. Good evening to you. Welcome to the program. It's the Brewing Network Awards tonight. That's right. All right. Our annual uh, BN Awards. Uh, Plus, we're talking mead with Mellow Vino Meadery is going to be on the program. And I would like to first start off by admitting... I am on drugs tonight. Yes. So if the show goes south, it's not because of my normal reason for just being drunk. Tonight it will be drunk and high. What if it's... Oh, what kind of drugs? Yeah. We don't get high? What are you talking about? Well, I didn't get high, but I'm on pain meds. Oh, and you go. And and they're not even that good, so I have a feeling I'm just going to end up loopy and not good loopy. Yeah. Um, but if you end up we'll really see. good, what if we put, if we just turn in the best show we've done in a year? Then you're going to have to get high for the next show. I will happily become a prescription drugs addict if it makes this show better. <laughs> Look, you're a dedicated I will, man. I'll wow. volunteer for that right now. You'll do that? I'll, I wow. will, Beardy, I will do it. Why, okay. do you have any drugs? Uh, well, I was hoping to get some off of you because you were doing squat thrusts <laughs> yeah. behind the desk. I already had to borrow from somebody else just for the... This, uh, Your prescription's not good enough? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't have one. It's I not working. No, we're talking black market prescription. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh. no, I'm not going to, you know... God, so who just, wants to pay for this? I the, just the guy at the corner in the park out there. That's <laughs> yeah. who you're going. Yeah, to. he's good. He gets it fast too. Oh, yeah, I limped out there, and he's like, "Oh, you're not looking good, buddy." <laughs> yeah, how do you want to feel? <laughs> yeah, that's so shit. What do yeah. you have? Yeah. So 
That's what you got to do. Uh, luckily, the type of medication I'm on, it, it doesn't conflict with any other uh, liver processing substances. Oh, great. So I can continue yeah. to drink sure. tonight. Yeah. That's good. The, the effects don't get better? <laughs> it did say, actually, that some effects might be enhanced by the use oh, of great. alcohol. But it didn't say the other thing, like, you know, severe limer, liver damage if you take this... Uh, not that I ever heed that warning no, no either. Normal but, liver damage. Uh, yeah, just yeah. normal liver damage, and it may enhance the effects of the of this medication. And the medication wasn't working that great anyway, so I figured, right, enhance it. Sure. Uh, so I'm just I'm just putting it out there. The show could get fun. <laughs> well, or, retar- or I could fall asleep on the uh, on the uh, board here. We're going to be here till like eleven thirty. <laughs> right. We won't know how to stop the show at that point. Yeah, watch how the slow the show like slowly slows down the farther we get into. Hurry up! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, but tonight we got some fun to do because we got Melavino Meadery on the program. Are we going to drink some of their mead too? Hell yeah. Okay. Well, that'll help the situation, won't it? Meads like what, 14, 18? <laughs> yeah, extra boost for that medication you got yeah. going on. So we'll be doing that with Melavino. Then it's, uh, I think, maybe my favorite show of the year when we get to do the Brewing Network Awards. Uh, a show we take very seriously. Uh, we give out awards, th- uh, awards that are uh, highly coveted in the brewing world. And they always matter. And they always matter. Uh, you know, some of the favorites, uh, douche of the year in the brewing <laughs> industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some good candidates this year. Uh, song of the year, a beer of the year, of course, brewery of the year. Uh, for the first time, we have two different beer of the year awards this year. How's that work? The Hop Grenade staff, our wonderful staff here at the Hop Grenade, also submitted their beer of the year vote. So usually it's just the Brewing Network before we moved into this lovely establishment. But uh, this year, you know, they process a lot of beer here at the Grenade and. And frankly, they, they probably know more about beer than we do at this point. So I, uh, I said, why don't you guys vote, too? So they submitted their Beer of the Year awards also. Process is a very good term for that. Yeah. <laughs> they process a lot. They process a lot more yeah. here. Through their yeah. mouth. Through their bodies. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> so a uh, lot of great awards coming uh, your way tonight, and uh, I'm excited to do it. You want a little, uh, just a uh, taste to wet your whistle uh, before we start? Just, I mean, I just Are we talking re- about drugs again? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no? Okay, hey, You want to dip your beak? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a, a little, uh, you know, I get so many new gems uh, from pulling all that audio I come across. And uh, here's a new one I'll be using uh, in the near future. Whatever floats your boat, Tasty. It's uh, Tasty referring to himself in the third person. Oh, uh, I love uh, it when people do that. It's oh, endless yeah. fodder. Shark there. <laughs> do you oh do that God. often, Tasty? No, Have you, I don't. Uh, yeah. It slips out every now I and then. I can't believe it. It records when we recorded it, though. That's just terrible. <laughs> tasty never refers to Tasty. I write, in the I've person. written it, but I've never really. Well, <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Now, for the first awards show ever, I think, uh, JP is not with us tonight. Woo! No. Hey, everybody. Oh, shit. Sorry. Wait, Nicole. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's my fault. I moved the dates around. This was supposed to be an off oh, week. And, uh, yeah, so he, I'll be sad about that. He heard Everyone's he was getting snubbed, so he just is yeah. a no-show now. Right. It's so smiling and positive in here. Is that a it just, it seems bright. the happiest in intro yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. All right, so Beardy is filling the seat of JP. I dislike uh, that. It's kind of a uh, it's kind of a Beardy Nicole combo uh, doing the mm-hmm. JP chair. So yeah, I'm going to leave my 
beard hairs all over his mic for when he comes back. It's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just lay them all yeah, across the over top. Really yeah. good. I'm going to get all up in it. All right. Let me get through just a couple of announcements so we can get to the good stuff. Winter Brews Festival is upon us. It's right here in Toto Santos Park, and tickets are available now at bnbrewfest.com. Uh, get them while they're hot. Uh, we could sell out this year. So bnbrewfest.com. Plus, there are VIP tickets available. We're putting on a big party right here at the Hop Grenade for an hour before the festival. So from 11 a.m. to 12, uh, you can get those. And those tickets are just 25 bucks. Uh, so go over to uh, the Hop Grenade Facebook page. You can get tickets uh, that way. Uh, go to bnbrewfest.com. Or come on into the Hop Grenade if you're local, and you can buy tickets that way, too. But that's uh, it's, it's Saturday. It's yeah. already coming up, uh, Tasty. Can you and, believe it? And the weatherman's uh, really cooperating with well, the, the drought master. Don't jinx us. But as of now, <laughs> yeah, we could have yet another 70-degree January day. Yeah. You know? Nice. I always freak out about that. We blew it up last year. I think it's part of why my back hurt. I don't think there's anything wrong with my back. <laughs> it's my head. It's my stupid. I'm such uh-huh. a nut job that uh, what happens is I think about all this stuff until one day the back goes out and I can't even yeah. move. All those things in your head are weighing your it's, back down. It's way too many things. Yeah. Um, but the weather's looking nice. How is Tasty's uh, uh, homebrew shop looking? Tent, looking good, whatever. Looking good. I wanted What's to, it called? I went, uh, uh, tasting, tasting room. Tasting room. <laughs> tasting room. <laughs> Thank you. It's uh, only been going on yeah. for six years. I can't remember the name. Tasty's shanty in the middle of the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of good homebrewers? Uh, yeah, I do, as always. Uh, last year we had 25. Uh, this year we're going to do 30 kegs. Just to, I don't want to have too many, but make yeah. it like the, maybe the biggest ever. Excellent. Yeah. I like to see that. So, yeah, you can come enjoy homebrew at our festival as well, plus uh, over 50 breweries from the Bay Area and beyond are, oh, yeah. are, are setting up there. We're using the whole park this year, so there's a lot of room. Uh, buy your tickets pre-sale because not only are you going to save 10 bucks, but we're letting you in early uh, if you do so. We're going to start letting you all in at 1130 if you bought pre-sale tickets. If you wait till the day of, you're going to pay me more money, and you're going to wait in line. You're just going to stand but there. The taps don't open until noon. You know, that's the rumor. Oh, um, <laughs> However, you know, if things are going well and there's a couple breweries set up, uh, or, I don't know, uh, right, I might right, turn a blind right, eye right. if uh, people start pouring a little beer. Yeah. Or if things aren't going so well. If things, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's when we should start pouring. Um, we have to test the taps to make sure everything's working properly. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be opposed to a fair amount of testing when people start uh-huh. pouring into the festival mm-hmm. at 1130. You know, I think quality control is important. Yeah. Uh, so that's all happening. Go over to bnbrewfest.com. Right here at the Hop Grenade Tuesday, that's tomorrow, uh, it's the 20th uh, Cheese and Beer School right here at the Hop Grenade. You can go visit uh, the Hop Grenade on Facebook as well and get your tickets that way. But we uh, partnered with Whole Foods in Lafayette that has just this awesome cheese program. And so their cheese program manager is coming in for this Cheese and Beer School tomorrow. So you get, I think, four beers paired with uh, three or four different cheeses plus an education about both the beer and the cheese, how they're made, where they come from. It's really a cool thing. Uh, so check it out. Limited uh, limited space. So go to the Hop Grenade Facebook page and get your tickets. It's, it's tomorrow. You might be able to show up and get a seat, but I can't guarantee it. Is it just one session, or are you doing two? Didn't you do two uh, this time? time? We're just doing one. Okay. Yeah, and then we're planning a big one during SF Beer Week. In fact, during SF Beer Week, we're doing an event here every night. Oh, oh wow! Which I always thought before I owned a <laughs> a, a bar would be a stupid thing to do. Uh, <laughs> and now it's confirmed. <laughs> and then, right now, you know you don't have to think. Well, I just I've always complained. I've always complained about SF Beer Week too because it's you know <laughs> nine hundred events. Yeah. And by the way, it's not a, their SF Beer Week is 
13 days or something. It's, it's yeah. not even a week. It's a, it's a it's fortnight. A fortnight. It's yeah. SF, it should be called SF <laughs> Beer Fortnight. Yeah. And I always just thought it was stupid that there's so many beer events, but now that we have a place, I sort of understand why. Your and events aren't as stupid as everyone else's. I hope they're at least slightly less stupid. Um, but we had great uh, breweries and people contact us to do events, and we just couldn't say no. So we're doing a really big show here on the Monday of SF Beer Week. We're doing an event with Society Brewing Company that's been a couple years in the making Great. on Tuesday. We're doing Brews and Jews Night on Wednesday, I think. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Thursday. On Thursday. <laughs> Is that the name of it? With, Have we said I, it? I, I don't know. I just thought of it right it's now. pretty good. <laughs> How's that work? Uh, we're doing Hebrew's it with, with Hebrew, and we love those guys. Yeah. And, you know, Scott and family are Jews, and we just thought, <laughs> why not do Brews and Jews? Uh, so that's going to be a, a good time. Uh, Friday, we've got Firestone Walker coming in and doing a barrel oh, nice. night with us, potentially also with Russian River. Uh, we're waiting to hear oh, on wow. that. Um, anyhow, this shit happening the, the whole time. So, Yeah. I'm glad know. you're so close. <laughs> yeah. I can just walk home. <laughs> That's right. And not go to work that week. Oh, yeah. There's Take that. the whole week off. Um, uh, also, just on next Monday's show, uh, we've got Society Brewing Company coming in for a show. Yes, so we do. We've been waiting on that for a little while, so too. So have they. So we're excited about that. <laughs> well, they're coming up to Winterfest and pouring beer, and then they're going to be our guests on the show. So. You, you know, we did uh, figure out how to pronounce their name finally on, a, on an earlier session this year. We did? What, yeah, what is it? Sasoity? Sasoity. I think it's Sasoity. So it's Sasoity. You hear JP settled on it right there at the end. I think it's Sasoity. I mean, is it our fault that those idiots can't spell society over there? I don't know. All right, so that's what we're doing. Society Brewing Company is coming in uh, on Monday. All right, the ways you can support us, hit the Amazon link on our homepage. It's a great way to support you carry on about your business, but we get a little kickback here in our little organization called the Brewing Network. Do we have an uh, Amazon product of the week? No, because we have an Amazon product of the year, which is coming up later on the awards. Oh, I like it. So you got to oh. wait. Yeah, remember all the creepy uh, items we have found listeners <laughs> purchasing throughout the year? Oh, boy. We turned it into a BNA category. <laughs> could we get an Adam and Eve product of the week. <laughs> did it, did what, issue, someone, I don't think they issue us reports on uh, items. Spice sold, it up there. No. <laughs> I probably could get it if I wanted to, but uh, just some anonymous that might, product that might jeopardize our their sponsorship because they're on a flat fee, right? And Amazon does commission on products, so they, they're not in the habit of sending us a report on uh, uh, on items. And plus, it's what do you need to see? That forty thousand of those little vibrating rabbits were bought, and that's all you need to know. I do yeah. wish we could get a report. <laughs> you just want to know what the listeners are into. I'm being told that our, over there. Yeah, I'm being told that our broadcast died, and by the looks of the computer, I think they're right. Uh oh. Oh. So the live studio audience is having a good time right now, but computers uh, on drugs. And that's it. Yeah, well, not really. They said it just <laughs> happened. What about the the live stream? Are we still uh, recording live somewhere? Is, live stream is chugging along. Well, okay, then the show's oh. live. All right, so uh, Beardy, uh, come up with something. Uh, for what? You're in JP's spot. Justin's worrying about the computer. Well, here's what we'll oh. do. We'll just keep it going. Um, let me get through the announcements, and we'll take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we got to talk to – remember, we were supposed to talk to the dudes in Antarctica last oh, yeah. week. Yep. So we're going to oh. do that. So I can just get us nice. to a, a quick break. Let me finish up uh, the announcements here. Uh, subscribe and join the BN Army. Just hit the Donate button on our homepage, and it's a great way to uh, support us as well. And uh, if you do that, you're entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, which is uh, a ton of fun and uh, potentially wins you $100 to spend at More Beer. More Beer has been our sponsor since the beginning. We appreciate them for that, 
and we love them for it. You can find them at Winterfest as well. By the way, they're setting up a booth there. Get all these updates and more over on Twitter and Send your show ideas over to Scott the Jew. That's Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. And send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right, so let me do this. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to, hopefully, if everything works uh, appropriately, Chris Hilly Hill. He's at the Antarctic Station. Uh, He's working for the Australian government in the Antarctic. Imagine being an Australian sent to the Antarctic. (laughs) I mean, it's hard enough for us Californians. That's a a temperature change, I think. Good Lord. I'm a desert kid, so I can feel their pain. (laughs) It's, It's painful. All right, hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back after these messages. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. More beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing, and like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer. Bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment bar and pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Do you support the Brewing Network? Do you brew your own? Are you looking for any economical, fun, and legal way to do both? Subscribe to Brew Your Own magazine and do just that. All year long, Brew Your Own will surprise you, entertain you, and educate you with articles on beer and brewing from authors like the Brewing Network's very own Jamel Zanishev and John Palmer. Each issue is a full pint of brewing techniques, homebrew stories, tips and photos, projects to make yourself, and recipes for the avid home brewer. Get your tough questions answered by Mr. Wizard and polish your style accuracy with Jamil. 
a portion of every subscription goes to the Brewing Network, so subscribe today at byo.com slash brewing network, or just click the BYO logo on the Brewing Network homepage and support a fantastic hobby and your favorite broadcaster. Brew your own, the how-to homebrew beer magazine. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia, and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com. I'm Jason Harris, and I approve this message. try this again shall we we seem to be up and running once more i love the interwebs technology is great technology is so great i'm such a slave to it also i have such a love hate relationship <laughs> i will die without it yeah i also hate it what happens if the computer just shut off right now i would die yeah. i don't know if you know that but i would die even with the medication even with the meds <laughs> the meds aren't that good oh yeah. i like it better when you found that that it's been off for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right. I am ringing up our Antarctic guest, and it does look like we have the right number this time. I'm just uh, not sure he's going to answer it. It's been ringing for a while. So we may not be speaking to Antarctica after all. It's real cold down there. It's very – phones don't work so well. Right. Cold. Sound travels slower. Yeah. He's still in 2014, I think. It's a different <laughs> – Oh. Yeah. It's very difficult. He has to go back in time a little bit. However, in the meantime, uh, Nicole has prepared a Twitter game. Uh, for us today, which is which is always a, a fun thing. And in JP's absence, uh, Nicole's taking over Twitter. Twitter game is brought to you today by our good friends over at HopTech Homebrew Supply. HopTech will be out at Winter Brews Fest. You can come up to their booth and meet Jade and Roberto, two great people uh, who support the Brewing Network, and they have been doing so for a long time. They're also a Winterfest sponsor. So Twitter game brought to you today by HopTech. What's our game today, Nicole? Well, you know, there's a nice Motley crew cast of characters that are involved with the Brewing Network, and a lot of them are going to show up for Winter Brews Fest, probably including all of us in this room. Probably. And a couple of us are probably bound to have a little bit too much. Yeah. So today's Twitter game is who is going to get kicked out of Winter Brews Fest. Right. And why? 
Interesting. First. First. <laughs> did you just call yeah. first, Doc? Did no, you, did no, you call it? Oh. Or who's going to get kicked who's, out first? Who's going to get kicked out first? I mean, we could just first. change oh. it to, you know, why is Doc going to get kicked out? <laughs> <laughs> Should we do that right. instead? Well, he did well, have well, a well. puppet last year, too, so maybe the puppet will yeah. get kicked out first before Doc would. I think we have oh. a larger police presence this year as well because we're growing. Oh. We're just making sure mm-hmm. everybody's under control. So, uh, yeah, so it, it, which one of us will – is it just us, I assume, the, the BN characters that will get – because who, who the hell else do we have? Yeah, BN characters yeah. yeah i hope it's not me I or will i know i got kicked out yeah. <laughs> so make sure you to send that tweet to at brewing network uh and use the hashtag another dumb bn game there we go another dumb bn game that's how we'll track it i don't know if i ever told you guys but um, i think maybe it was after our first fest here in concord it was after one of the festivals and you know even though i'm working i'm pretty much walking around with a beer in my hand the whole time and I think a comment was made to our event organizer at the time, like, hey, next year you guys might want to have one person in charge that's not drinking. <laughs> and, I was, and I thought I was fine, but I think they were just like, yeah, I think everything was okay, but you, know, you might just want to have the, you know, one person. Was it a police officer or uh, just some guy? No, it was like a police officer. That will be uh, me mayor. this year. Okay. Yeah, so that'll be, but now Bebo did it one year pregnant, I think, not drinking. No, I did not. not. Oh, you didn't? I did it last year, but I didn't drink at all. She was okay. pregnant, but she was drinking. Yeah. Well, now she, right. gets, now she gets paid, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has to not drink at the festival. Oh, it's you. Yeah. We'll just grab one of the DDs and put him in charge. Yeah. There you go. Here, officer. She's in charge. Right. Again, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're DDing? Oh, perfect. You are. Okay. I think Sammy could do it. <laughs> the cop would never believe Sammy was in control of anything. <laughs> yeah. Can't be Sam. Yeah. All right. Well, in lieu of our Antarctic, I think the interview is never going to happen. So, All right. Uh, we tried. Yeah. It's mm. probably not their fault. And I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> it's not us. I'm just saying I'm sick of it. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Right. All right. How about we do feedback instead? Sure. Feedback's brought to you today by Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com, and they will protect your trademark for you. Not just by going to the website, of course, but you go there, and you learn about it, then you call the guy. And he'll help you out. Uh, he's been protecting our Hop Grenade logo for quite some time, and he can do it for you, too. And uh, as you know, litigation comes up all the time. Uh, <laughs> not, not always on our f- show when the guest is here on one day and then files a lawsuit on the next day. he filed the morning of the show. It wasn't even a day, yeah. I mean, you're talking 13 hours. He took the suit away the next day. Why is the Brewing Network perpetually scooped? We... For example, even our very own Jamil, the uh, proprietor of Heretic Brewing Company, that shithead announced his brewery oh. on another show. Northern Brewers uh, pod, yeah. video cast thing. We get yeah. s- people tell us everything during the show uh, except for the scoop that we want. <laughs> we even asked him he about even, trademark yeah, issues yeah. and things. Yeah, he yeah. even commented on the other, the other parties yeah. in question, oh, yeah. un, unprovoked, and yeah. talked about them at length. Talked about the IPA logo. Yeah. And I yeah. guess, like, it's a legal thing because he hadn't filed the suit for right. another 13 hours. It still pisses me off. Why not tell me, like, hey, What's that, you man? know what? I know that I'm booked on this Monday, but you guys might want to think about booking <laughs> me on the following Monday. Just give us a heads up. And Lagunitas. Their lawsuit, and so what do they do? They file a lawsuit, and then uh, then thirteen hours later, yeah. they, they yeah. cancel that. I was going to say, give a quick recap in case people are tuning right. in they didn't hear last week. I'm dying to talk to Tony about that and find out what <laughs> what was going through your brain oh. where you you did it, and then a little. I mean, you see what he says on Twitter, and he did an interview this week with a, a blog or 
some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Where he said, oh, I just, I learned a lesson, right. you know, the court of public opinion. and He wanted to see how far his trademark would go. Yeah. And so he wanted to sue Sierra Nevada. Wouldn't it go as far as you take it. a trademark <laughs> right. is supposed to go legally? <laughs> I mean, because well, right, exactly. it's, either, it's <laughs> yeah. either a violation or not, I guess is what I mean. Right. So he didn't, he didn't learn that. He just learned that trademark suits piss off the public. <laughs> Which... Now, you know I love Tony, and if you listened to last week's show, you'd really know it, because I, I really enjoyed interviewing him, and, and I love that company. But, God, I could have told you that. <laughs> right. And I'm an yeah. idiot. Yeah. What do you think was going to happen? I get yelled at just for protecting the hop grenade, and that one is clear and present. Yeah. And people go. He kind of strikes me as a dude who would just do it just to see what would happen. Yeah. Maybe he didn't just, want our opinion. Maybe. Yeah. Just to check it out. Surprisingly. Yeah. Interesting stuff. All right. Anyway, beerlawcenter.com if you need help with that sort of thing, Tony. Uh, maybe <laughs> get a little review next time. All right. Somebody without a name writes in, uh, hey, guys, I recently heard the Christmas show, and it was really funny, all the creepy Christmas songs segment. He's asking, uh, did you know that there's a Rob Lowe movie for the song The Christmas Shoes that you mentioned? Um, yeah, we brought it no. up on the air. Yeah, that he, it was a TV movie. He says he couldn't remember if we mentioned it or not. He was probably drinking. Uh, he's from the Dominican Republic. He says, and, and regards. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, the song is creepy enough that I would love to watch the Christmas Shoes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to watch about two minutes? Yeah, <laughs> it's a long like, movie. Yeah, Rob Lowe, straight to TV. There's yeah, probably enough creepy Christmas songs we didn't even use that you could do that again. Yeah, next time. Mm-hmm. All right, Jordan writes in, uh, you no-talent ass clowns. As I write this drunken email, I can't help but look back on the years we've spent together. Although I feel like I've been stalking you uh, more than sharing a mutual relationship. Uh, I do owe you guys more than you could imagine. Thanks to the network, your guests, and the resources you recommended, I've worked my way up to Brewer at Cigar City Brewing in Tampa. Nice. Nice. That's pretty cool. What a great brewery. I can't thank you guys enough for the experience, uh, et cetera, and the, the free resources. So um, anyway, then he just gives shout-out to everybody. He does say uh, – he makes a weird show request. You guys are going to have to help me decipher the request. He says, I would like to hear a show entirely based on wooden cooperage from the cooperage itself to answer questions we might have as brewers and home brewers. He wants us to interview the barrels. Yeah, that's how I took it. Like, so he wants me to interview inanimate objects. Yeah, the talking barrel. I think he meant the Cooper uh, from like a Cooper. From oh, Cooper. And I accidentally wrote Cooper a just a second. Time. He did admit Maybe. in the beginning that he's drunk. Oh, so okay. Yes. So, so he wants us to talk to a Cooper. I'd rather interview the Cooperage than a Cooper. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, then I just get to talk the whole time. It's a lot of fun for me. Right. And you get to hang out with a room full of wood. Yeah. Why do boys like to talk to Woods so much? Yeah. <laughs> because cause it's been there for a long time. Through a lot of lonely times. It's got us through some tough times. Hey, buddy. How are you, buddy? Old friend. <laughs> you guys are stupid. Uh, nice to see you Always again. there for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been a minute, man. Uh, you guys want to hear your shout-outs from Jordan? He goes through each of us. Oh, okay. uh, oh. Justin, you're the best. Bevo, thanks for the female input. Oh, a little strap-on wow. action with between Bevo and Jordan, maybe. Uh, Beardy, you're a noob. All right. Doc, you're missed, kind of. <laughs> Scott, you're a Jew. <laughs> JP, you know what to do. You can suck a dick. <laughs> Tasty, you're my hero. And Nate, you ruined Bevo. Uh, and, what? And John, please say blah. Oh. I wonder wait, if wait, 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 wait. What did Nate do with Bevo? 
It's all, Maybe so. It's <laughs> all coming out now. Yeah, I think he must be mixing up Nate and Sam and Nicole with Bevo and Sam. Yeah. Right. Or, By the way, Rick, Jordan knows something we don't, Nicole. Oh, we got scooped to talk about again. That. I don't like how you just looked at Bevo. We're <laughs> supposed to talk about that on the air. <laughs> Shut up, guys. God, don't. next subject. There's another There's uh, a message there, right, Justin? I don't Justin? let Nathan hold Abby. This is another uh, another one of those great emails. <laughs> they look too alike. A great email from a like a, a, a theoretically a hardcore listener who doesn't know basics. Ooh. Like uh, you know, I listen every. I've not missed a show in ten years, yeah. and uh, tell Krusty he's my hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, let's get through just a couple more here. Mr. Bucket writes in, Hey, you dirty effers. You have no idea how psyched I am that White Labs is coming to Asheville. Hopefully I can get closer to my dream of fermenting in my gut. After I heard a news story from you guys where this happened to some lucky a-hole, I've been trying ever since. I always swig down the last of every starter after pitch. Wow. That's disgusting. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't there a lunch meet a long time ago where you guys had the listeners drink a vial? A vial, a, a vial, straight yeah. vial. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But the I've I I always do take a little sip of my starter oh. of the slurry part or the, the not word the slurry at the, top? the the word like at, like you pour it in like yeah. he's saying he says the rim and then there's always a little left. I always taste it to see if I did something wrong, like if I can taste anything noticeably wrong. But I'm talking like a dab, like I'm just looking for. Is everything cool? You usually get a big shot of ass to tell that I'd be a, yeah. 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 So, and I was like, "Well, that's going to be bad." Uh, <laughs> where you say, I, uh, a brewer was telling me recently where I think it was they accidentally uh, included the yeast in the in the grains that, that went out, and it killed the whole herd of cattle. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah, they got oh, like no. six stomachs. Exploded right? their stomachs. Yeah, yeah. exploded. Them. Whoa. Whoa! They killed a whole herd. Yeah, that's fucked up. Who's that? It's unbelievable. <laughs> you guys, that, that had to make the news. Well, it, was, yeah. it wasn't recent, but it had happened. Okay. Oh, that's fast. I got to find what's in it. Where have I been? Uh, Bunch of exploding cows. Yeah, because yeah, oh, it man. takes a while for it to make its way through there. Poor and rancher it, comes out and the know, cows are all laying in the field <laughs> with their yeah, guts ripped right, open. Right. Yeah. Goddamn coyotes. Come. <laughs> cows hit high croizing again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how come, like how come they get to ferment in their guts? Yeah. Well, you've only got one. Because they have, like, four stomachs and they're supposed to? Yeah, you know, they get their own it builds up. How many do they have? Three. Yeah, they were exploding. like that. Fermented grass. Well, anyway, the real story here is that White Labs did open a location in Asheville, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. and uh, they're going to be producing yeast there very soon. So that's exciting. Asheville seems to be an exciting place to be right now. Lots of things are going on. Wicked Weed's there, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd go just for that. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should open a hop grenade in Asheville. Road trip. Ooh. Have a second studio there. Yeah. And then you have to fly back and forth. It's your job. I don't mind that part. But then, do I have to fly all you idiots, too? Well, that could get just, difficult. Only you know, get just get a jet. No, just get new idiots. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> with, a, with a twang. They'll have accents over there. Here. Those idiots will have accents. Okay. They well, get idiots just like us. <laughs> Every place has idiots. Everywhere. Yeah. You'll find them. Uh, I'd like to see that interview. <laughs> all right, and finally, Dixie Doc and Texas Tasty. You know? <laughs> we'll keep all the same names. It'll just yeah. be yeah. with a twist. Right. Uh, all right. Dave writes in, hey, jerkbags, I discovered your show a couple years ago and listened ever since. My brewing's come a long way. Uh, anyway, I was listening to a couple older sessions where you went over New Year's resolutions, and I've decided to share mine. To buy no commercial beer this year and live 100% off of my homebrew. 
He says it's going to be a long year. Yeah. Because you have to drink at home all the time. Yeah. Or well, home brew them. Yeah, I guess. Does that mean you can never go out to a bar, yeah, too? Or, yeah. well, what or does he mean it's just a beer? Yeah. Like maybe he can't have it. What's a drink? No, no. But if he's at home or if he goes out to a bar and somebody else buys him a drink, he can drink that. Okay. Legally. Ah, because he didn't buy it. to not buy it. Oh. Not to not drink it. Maybe I should make oh. this resolution. And people just buy you beers all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Get a resolution. Woe is me. I can't buy commercial <laughs> yeah. beer. Because, you know, I made a resolution. Yeah. I got to stick it out. <laughs> oh, man, you must need a beer. Let me buy you one. Oh, you. Thanks. Gosh. <laughs> oh, that's no nice. problem, friend. <laughs> uh, he does say um, that he made it to March last year and failed. So he tried the same <laughs> resolution once before. So he should make it, yeah, like just in the house. But even right. then, that's it's pretty difficult. I no. mean, maybe Tasty could do it. I could do it. You probably do do it. Uh, yeah, I've never been out of beer. I haven't been out of beer in seven years. Right. <laughs> what about wow. you, Nate? You have a lot of beer neighbor. on hand, too, don't you? Could you only drink homebrew at home, do you I think? I think that was part of my original goal back in 2006 or seven or eight. One of those years. I think I did. Did you I succeed? I, no, I didn't totally succeed, but you get pretty close. You know you have enough beer, but like it's a problem, like Tasty said. You want to actually leave the house sometimes and have beer yeah. with your friends. Yeah. And you don't want them to buy it all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, and you got to taste commercial examples to learn how your brewing compares to what... Well, you could take a year off from that. I think you'd be all right. And then when oh, you yeah. come back, to you, there'd be a whole new world of yeah. beer. Wow, look at all that beer. 80 new IPAs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always wanted 13% IPAs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also get tired of one kind of beer. You know, it's... it's mm-hmm. you're, you, right. If, if you can brew a lot and have a... And you got several taps, you're okay. But, you know, you got five or ten gallons of one thing, it's... That's true. That's yeah. a little brutal. You definitely would have to brew a lot. Yeah. I know. I, I couldn't do it. Well, f- let's take some of the, of the things we know out of the equation. For one, <laughs> that I never brew. Right. But assuming I did brew, I still don't think I could brew enough. I mean, I drink a lot at home, you know. N- enough that you'd want to drink it? And, yeah. Well, that's a good point, too. Uh, whether or not I make good beer. So, well, it's homebrew. It'd be tough. If you could brew yeah. just dead-on Pale 31 clones all day. Could I'd you still, swing it then? I think I'd have to brew twice a month to keep up with my consumption. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's reasonable. Even 10 gallon batches. 10 yeah. gallon batches. Um, and well, so at least twice a month, I think. Blickman has that extension for their conicals that you can make it a whole barrel. Oh, really? In a single batch. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Might have to get some sponsor kick down on that little guy. <laughs> yeah. Just talk to Blickman over there. Oh, Blickman. Uh, All right, that's our feedback. Feedback is brought to you today by John over at BeerLawCenter.com. Go check him out, John at BeerLawCenter.com. All right, well, you know, so it goes. No Antarctic people. Yep. Here's what we'll do. We'll take another quick break, (laughs) and when we come back, we'll talk to Melovino Meadery. Sergio's his name, right? Yeah, and I, I know he's going to answer the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hang in there. It's the session. We're talking mead when we get back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi. 
I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris, and I approve this message. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite Bare Bones Club where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W Nico Brew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a backseat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. Yes. All right. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got the Brewing Network Awards coming up a little bit later in the program. And uh, we got to talk mead with Sergio from Melavino as well. L-E-A-D. Yeah. Um, but real quick, let me let you know about the Beersmith Brewing Software. You can go to Beersmith.com and get your free 21-day trial. It's the best brewing software that we found, and uh, we use it here at the show almost religiously. You can do everything you need it to do and probably a bunch of things you don't know that you need it to do. Um, in fact, Doc wow. just did like a, a blend beer. He had to fix a beer, and he used Beersmith Brewing Software to help him dilute the beer he needed to fix with, the, with a lighter beer, and uh, Beersmith was able to calculate it all out for them. It's got one of their brew tools. It's a dilution tool. You can dilute it with another beer, 
and you plug in those gravities, or you can dilute it with water. Okay, yeah. Uh, just to get it down. So if you're into high gravity brewing, yeah, uh, to to get but still want to have a lighter beer, kind of like Budweiser does, uh, you can do that, mm-hmm. uh, and it tells you how much water to, to add to it to get to your target gravity. Okay, what a sweet nice. deal! So yeah. we'll be doing a show on that a little bit later on. We're doc. Uh, gives us some techniques about how to, you know, maybe fix a beer that stalled yeah. out before you wanted it to. But in the meantime, Beersmith Brewing Software will help you do it. Go to Beersmith.com right now and check it out. All right. What is M-E-A-D, need? That's right. What is that? We're talking to Sergio from Melavino Meadery out of New Jersey. Now, uh, the last time we had anything to do with Sergio, he was struggling to open uh, the meadery because laws didn't allow it in uh, New Jersey. And now he's up and running and ready to go. Sergio, welcome to the program. Hey, how you guys doing? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Thanks for being on the show. How you doing? No, my pleasure, guys. We're drinking your mead already. And uh, which, which one are we drinking? You get a head start. Yeah, yeah, we figured. You know, why not? Right. Where's the bottle? I think sweet affair. Uh, yeah. His. Bevo uh, snatched the bottle right. and brought yeah. it right into her booth and shut the door. I feel like Bevo. you're judging me. Uh, Sam's getting laid tonight. No, he's Meed- still not. Needle. You don't make that happen. Yeah. It's gonna take more than that bottle. Uh, so, uh, Sergio. Let's get a little bit of your history, and then, of course, we'll talk about the mead that's in our glass and, and other things that you sent us today. But uh, you started as a – is the same term for mead makers, uh, home brewers, or are they home meaders? I never know. The- no, they actually – there's actually a word for um, people who make mead, which would be a mazer, actually. So you would be a – you were a home mazer. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I never heard the term home mazer, but – yeah, I actually started making wine a few years ago. I come from like a background where home winemaking is a part of life. And um, started making wine as an adult. Then I actually got into brewing beer. I uh, started following you guys a few years ago on the Brewing Network and uh, joined the Homebrew Club. And that's how I kind of like stumbled upon mead, actually. Let me ask you about wine just quickly. I know this isn't a wine show, but I've always thought about potentially making wine at home. Don't do it. I've heard a lot of <laughs> Well, for one, you know me, but I've heard a lot of bad things about it. Did you is it hard to make good wine at home? I would say yes. Okay. Um, especially I come from the background that I come from, my grandfather, my father, even my father-in-law, they always made wine growing up every year. Um, but they did the old school way. I mean, they didn't add any yeast. Uh, they just kind of they would stir the must basically with the same wooden spoon they would use every single year. Maybe that's where they got their cultures to ferment it. But uh, that's why also every other year, I guess they would say, eh, it didn't come out that great this year. I see. <laughs> it was, there was never a year where it did, huh? <laughs> but, it was very rare, yeah. But I, since they did it year after year, I get the feeling that they drank it all either way. Oh, yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> goes back. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. if it doesn't get drank, it gets distilled. Oh, okay. Sure. Oh, okay. Legally, I'm sure. Branding. So were uh, you just telling Justin not to do it, or were you saying <laughs> in general, in don't general, bother? Because it's well, difficult to I don't make know. Good I mean, wine. when he was talking about drinking a yeast slurry, just to see if there was anything wrong with the slurry after he pitches it into his beer. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Sergio, you make an excellent yeah. point. <laughs> well, it comes through the finished product, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, that's true, because at that point, what, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, <laughs> shit, that one's going to be a bad one. Taste <laughs> off, better dump it. Yeah. Yeah. Time to call yeah. 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 Let's call it Fuck Nate and the Schwartz. <laughs> uh, I think I still have some of that beer, Nate, if you, uh, oh. if you ever want some. You know. Oh, can we bring that to the festival? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pour it at Tasty's Tasty. I don't think Tasty will allow it. Yeah, sure. Tasty's very discriminating. <laughs> All right, sir. 
Sergio. So as a you ended up getting into mead as a as a home brewer then as well, yeah. and um, it looks like you entered quite a few competitions <laughs> that way too. Yeah, I was uh, I was always entering a lot of beers into competitions after I joined my homebrew club. Uh, it's the Whales out of New Jersey. We're I think the largest homebrew club in New Jersey actually, and I uh, really got into the competition side of homebrewing. But then what ended up happening was you know I gave a shot at mead. I would see mead being talked about on all the homebrew forums, and I figured, what the hell is mead? And this was about three years ago, I would say. And um, I figured out it was a wine made from honey, uh, so I figured I know how to make wine. I could probably make mead. I gave it a shot. Uh, sure enough, a few months later, I go down to my basement, go to take a sample, and sure enough, it was actually pretty disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to uh, A little business. bit of like fingernail polish remover uh, was the best description I could give it. But um, I figured out there's a there's a good uh, a significant amount of difference between making wine and making mead. So I started applying those new techniques after I dug my notes into some books. And, yeah, sure enough, I started making some better mead. And then what ended up happening basically is all these beers that I would send into competitions, I started sending in meads. So I would send six or seven beers into a competition, and I would send in my first two good meads, I would say. I won nothing for any of the beers, but I won a gold and a silver medal for the meads. Okay. Uh, wow. It happened nice. again, back to back. So, Sergio, let me ask you this. Uh, be honest with us here. Did you get in then, get into making mead and continue making mead because it was sort of an easier way to get into competitions and maybe not as people uh, as many people enter, or did you end up really loving the the beverage? No, to be honest, I really loved the beverage itself. It was something totally new for me. Okay. And the competition side of things, I, I, I think I mainly always entered the competitions just to kind of justify the expenses that I was going through and buying all the stamp equipment okay. uh, but, uh, for the home brewing side of things. Yeah. But uh, it just kind of uh, it just kind of turned on me when I, all of a sudden it's like I never would win shit for beers. But all of a sudden, I, almost every meet I would send in, I would win something. You know, before before I knew it, I just ended up realizing something that became pretty obvious to me was I'm not that great at making beer. Okay. And you found out that clearly you were pretty damn good at making mead. Yeah, I think it was a great hybrid for me to jump into from knowing how to make wine and helping my grandfather make wine since I was six or seven years old, basically, uh, every year. And it was just like a great hybrid. It has it's it's basically wine in the production style. Right. Uh, but it's. The creativity is kind of like what you get from home brewing. So it's a great hybrid between the two. And plus, you know, wine takes a year to see if it even came out any good, even after all the work you put in. Beer, at least, is ready in three weeks, right? So my friends love that. But well, at least with mead, if you make it a certain way with staggered nutrient additions and whatnot, it's all been talked about on the show before. I won't go over, uh, you know, verbatim on it, but you can make some great mead in two to three months. You know, so I had the creativity homebrewing and the familiarity that I had with winemaking. It was just like an awesome fit for me. Well, let me give our listeners an idea of how well you actually did in competition. I got a little list here, but uh, <laughs> okay. best of show at New York's biggest homebrew competition, uh, Homebrew Alley. Yes. Uh, best of show at the uh, Domerus Club Mead Competition. Am I saying that right? The, the Domerus Cup. Yeah. 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 Cup. Sorry. Uh, gold medal in the first round at NHC and back to back gold medals at the biggest mead competition in the world, the Mazer Cup International. Yep. Correct. So yeah. You found your, your calling, it seems like. I would say so, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. You mentioned that first mead, and you put it down in the basement. You go down there, and you find out that it's terrible. In hindsight, 
what went wrong? Because I've been told, you know, when we do mead shows, oh, it's so easy. You know, you put some honey in there. You pick a good, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, you pick you a good honey. You can make mead, basically. Uh, that's what you hear. Yeah. So okay. what went wrong with that batch now that now that you, I assume, know what, what, what you did wrong? Oh, I mean, a little bit of everything. Crappy honey, crappy recipe, no fermentation temperature control, no staggered yeast nutrients. Um, I don't even remember what kind of yeast I used, but it was I'm sure it was some crappy generic yeast as well. I mean, basically, mead is pretty easy. It's it's almost kind of the opposite to home brewing, I would say. Most, most of the work in home brewing, brewing beer, is all done in the beginning. Then fermentation, obviously monitoring temperature control is important with, uh, with beer. But uh, most of the work is done for you in the beginning. With mead, it's kind of vice versa. Yeah, it's easy as hell to mix up some, dilute some honey and water. But uh, all the work comes after. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll talk more about that then as, as, as we go on. We'll find out about the fermentation and the after, which, of course, now already precludes that I can't make mead beer. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to take months. Because I, once, beer, once brew day is over... I don't know anything. I'm not going to pay attention <laughs> right. to that thing anymore. Yeah. That, hey, Bevo, Bevo, would you would you allow Justin to babysit Abby? <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, quickly. Wow, answer. she's thinking a lot. <laughs> yeah, if Kate yeah. was around, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah then, then you can't there. make me then. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'll, I'll watch me. her now, but once I put her to sleep, that, that's it. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, she's I, on her own. I, I might not even stay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's asleep. I got right? things to do. <laughs> hey, Sergio, what was your transcendent mead, exp- your first experience? I mean, there was what commercial mead was available? Where did you have your first holy crap? You know, to be honest, I started winning all these awards and w- with all these meats I was making at home way before I ever tasted any commercial meats whatsoever. All right. So I think, yeah. Hmm. Your, it, fir- your it, first one was only- with your own meat? You know, the brewer yeah. at Cascade Brewing Company told me that, that he had never had a sour beer and... And, and then he just started making sour beers, and I call bullshit. Like I think there's no way that you can brew something that good and not know about it. So, Sergio, I'm calling bullshit on you too. You never had a good mead before you started making good ones. No, no, wow. not at all. Only until the crazy thought of starting a meadery entered my head was I like, all right, it's time to research the market. Let's see what's actually out there. Um, and uh, you know, and it's hard to find mead, especially good mead, when you do find it. At I least here in that. New Jersey, I could speak for it. I think you're right about that. It's there is. It's yeah. hard to find good commercial meat in general, and yep. and there's not much of it. It is growing right now, but there's still not much of it out there. So, yeah, yeah no, but it's it's definitely growing. It's the fastest growing uh, sector in the alcohol industry right now. Wow! Now yeah. you're the first commercial meatery to open in New Jersey. Correct. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that because, like I, I mentioned before the interview, uh, you know, the last we had heard from you, Sergio, you, Sergio, you're still going through the opening process. So what happened? Correct. Oh, man. How, how much time do you have? <laughs> well, give us the condensed version. Uh, you go to, I assume you, you have a business plan. You, you go to apply for a liquor license, and it sounds like you, you couldn't even find a license that applied to you. Yeah, what, what ended up happening was, um, you know, I filed for my federal winery uh, license, which uh, a meadery would be licensed as a, a winery federally through TTV. Then I called down to the ABC of New Jersey, and I called them up, and I said, listen, I want to get a head start on my license process. Is there anyone there that could help me? And they said, yeah, sure. What are you planning on opening? I said, I'm looking to open a meadery. Their response was, what is a meadery? Yeah. You hear a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. So right. I explained to them what mead was. They still kind of didn't understand. I finally got into, into their head with the description of it's a wine made from honey. So then they understood, okay, that would be a winery license. However... In the state of New Jersey, 
the winery license that's offered only covers wines made from grapes or other fruits. So wine made from honey does not apply. Therefore, there is no license for me to apply for. Wow. So, so don't let them know I opened this meadery up, by the way. Uh, right. So that was yeah. the last yeah. time you talked yeah. to them. Does that mean you don't yeah, need a exactly. license? Yeah. Right. Well, I want to get a a timeline here, too, because some listeners will remember Sergio from his Kickstarter campaign that we helped him out with. When was that? Was that the end of 2012 or something? Yeah. Yeah, I would say I think it ended around maybe, I don't know, October, November. Okay. So where were you in your process at that point? Had you started applying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had already gotten my uh, federal winery license approved. Uh, which, as you guys know, requires you to have a lease or a mortgage on a place already. Yeah. And then yeah. I hit these big roadblocks with the state of New Jersey, which I was like, yeah, great. I just got a five-year lease that I, I need to pay off. How insane <laughs> is that? This was something that boggled our mind, too. Mm-hmm. And luckily, uh, the city here was really good to us, and they wanted us here really bad. So in regards to that, we, we weren't too scared. But we just sort of looked at it as so backwards yeah. that yeah. the ABC won't even really look at you until you have a building. So you're just right. guaranteed. Or the federal, actually, TTB. No, the Fed, that'd, yeah. yeah. yeah that would be your yeah. first step, actually. Even on the federal side, that's the case. Oh, we had it on state, uh, of course, because we're not, we're not producers yeah. here. But we yeah. same thing. It's just a backwards deal because we thought, we're about to sign up for 10 years. Exactly. Right. You're, you're yeah. guaranteed at least four, five, six months, most times more, yeah. of, of yeah. paying rent. And not receiving anything in return, paying commercial rent, which is a pretty penny. Yeah. So you just are hobbled right from the get-go, and it just makes it so much harder to be profitable once you finally get going. Did and you, that's yeah. when you're trying to make something that they already even know about. Try opening up a business to make an alcohol that nobody's ever heard oh, about. I can't even right. imagine. So what happened? Yeah. Did you get your, your federal license and then go to the state and they said, well, we just don't know what to do with you? What is this? Yes. Yeah. So the mean, in the meantime, what ended up happening was, uh, you know, I asked them, how can I actually go forward with opening a meadery in the state of New Jersey? And they said, well, you would have to write a letter into the director of the ABC and, you know, and wait for a response and see what he says. So I... I figured there's, I know exactly where that letter is going to go, so I'm not even going to bother, basically. I also didn't have the time or the patience to go the Shawshank Redemption route of sending them a letter every <laughs> single day until they responded. <laughs> right. uh, because believe me, I thought about that. But uh, then I came up with a brilliant idea, which was um, what director doesn't have an assistant? So I just kept trying to call in and ask for the director's assistant. I finally got a hold of someone a few days later. And uh, she was very helpful, young lady. And she got me in front of the director of the ABC within a two-week time period. I made a big presentation to the whole department of ABC with all their deputy attorneys and licensing officers, explained them, explained to them what Mead was. Okay. And uh, very long story short, um, they granted me a permit to manufacture Mead in the state of New Jersey. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. good thinking. Yeah. Now, you didn't try sitting out in front of his house? Or her house? <laughs> yeah. That's what we do. Oh, no, we stopped. We still had to fight him quite a bit as well because even after issuing the permit, the ABC finally got to the point where the last step of the whole process was their site inspection. Yeah. Uh, I'm there for the site inspection, and then the licensing officer tells me, well, I see on your website you're planning on making meads with fruit. I said, yeah. And I'm trying to think where the fuck is she's going with this, right? And um, they ended up trying to explain to me that I would not be allowed to use any fruit because that's what their existing winery license is for, fermenting fruit products. <laughs> wait, so, so hang if on. You, hang if on. you'd like to apply for another license. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah. Now, wait. So did they create a new license for you or just give you an existing license that they said this, will, this one will do? They created a permit. Basically, what they ended up doing was creating a special ruling that allowed them to issue a special permit. 
for me to manufacture meat in the state of New Jersey. But That's because exactly. it didn't really fall under anything else, the fruit thing says, oh, that's not what your permit is. That's wine. Correct. Wow. So then I had to demand another meeting with the, with the ABC. Right. I drove back down and explained to them how important it is for a meadery to be allowed to also ferment fruit. You know, they saw – I think they were taking mead as the literal definition under current TTB definitions of mead, which is a whole other story that I'm sure you guys don't have time to get into. But the legal definition under TTB regulations is a mead is only a fermented wine made from honey, water, and yeast. Okay. So yeah. anything else that's into the mix, uh, you can actually not call mead. Yeah, you on, call it the voodoo. What yeah. crazy oh. things are you doing over there adding <laughs> yeah. fruit? If I could just see that right at that time when the inspector's there and they're, they're ready to sign off and they go, well, what? Oh, you're fermenting fruit? Oh, well, what and, is it? And everybody just... <laughs> Looked yeah. at everybody else. Uh, um, no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Because, uh, well, I had to fight him on it. I had no other choice because the way I explained it to the director was that you know all you know New Jersey number one. You guys haven't allowed meat production in the state, but although we have plenty of out of state meaderies selling distributing their product all throughout New Jersey, we have imported meat distributed and sold all throughout New Jersey, but we're not allowed to make it. And if I'm not allowed to use any fruit. I'm not going to be able to compete with any of the out-of-state meaderies that are distributing only their top sellers into New Jersey, and most of which are meads that you know, also have fermented fruit product. Right. So they were basically going to be dooming my business plan if they didn't allow me to do that. So th- we ended up making a compromise, and uh, we're, we're allowed to basically use up to 33%. One-third of our fermentable sugar is coming from fruit now. So I was very happy. At the end of the day, they did good by us. They allowed us to open up the first meadery, you know, the Excellent. way a meadery should be. Uh, able to actually operate because up to a third of fermentable sugars coming from fruit for a mead, that's pretty high. I mean, you could get up that high when you do like a sizer uh, where, you know, it's a mead. Uh, instead of diluting the mead, uh, the honey with water, you're diluting it with apple cider. So now all of a sudden the fermentable sugars coming from fruit is a much higher uh, percentage. But 33%, I think, is like the magic number. And I'm glad we settled on that. You wouldn't want to go higher for any reason? I don't think there's any need. Um, Anything more than 33% to me, it's it's already I – mean, I mean, anything over 51% or more fermentable sugars come from honey should be considered a mead, point blank. Uh, but um, for me, uh, I, th- I think that was way more than enough for me. Who came up with the number? Was that you? Did you say, hey, I need to at least be able to do 30%? It's like a negotiation. Or was it sort of arbitrary how you guys – Well, I think uh, at first I think the director just basically pulled it out of his ass during the meeting. Sure. Uh, to be honest, he, he was going for 30%. I asked for 40 he said I was actually thinking 20, so I said, I'll take 30. <laughs> right. Just, and then they were like, all right, 33. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's yep. Just, that's just ridiculous that they even have to come up with a number. Ridiculous. Yeah, I Let's agree. Say, yeah. yeah, you can. Because I would, yeah. be, I would think that the, the sticking point would more just be the alcohol content for them. And then yeah, they just go, exactly. So, uh, you know, I would think, fine, if, you can do whatever you want, just don't make it 100%. You know, it, 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 does it fall in the wine yeah. category, the honey wine or whatever, it's the alcohol content. It's just like over there. Instead like of, oh, random, we, we, need, we need more control, uh, yeah. 33.2%. And you must wear a hat every time you're putting fruit <laughs> into, right. into the yeah. mead. You must wear right. a Kentucky Derby hat. Every time. It's just random things like that. In New Jersey, I think uh, they, were, they were planning on having us playing Bon Jovi as we uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, All right. 33% fruit if you play Living on a Prayer every time. No deal. Love that. No <laughs> deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you were like, all right, 
How about 34% you add in shot through the heart, and I'm in. (laughs) We'll go for it. Well, congratulations that you were able to do it. And how long have you been open now as a commercial meadery? Uh, 20 months into, I would say, the start project. Uh, We've actually been open commercially uh, for just over four months now, actually. And how's it going? How are you getting people to drink mead? Uh, it's, honestly, it's been going. It, it's been surreal. Honestly, it's been going so well. Uh, all we're really doing is hosting tours and tastings on the weekends. That's all we're really doing right okay. now. Uh, this past weekend, that uh, we actually had a record-setting weekend this past week, and we had over 180 people come through the meadery this past weekend. Wow! So um, are, are you selling everything through your own tasting room then? Yeah, yeah. We're not doing any distribution yet. Uh, we're selling everything out of our meadery. Uh, we're doing t- tours and tastings and we're basically, you know, like I always tell everybody here internally, it's like, you know, the main point right now is we're building an army where we're literally just educating people on what meat is showing them the range of what meat can be, well, especially with our starting lineup, our, our varietals right now. Um, we have six right now. We'll have 14 by March. We'll have, uh, close to 30 actually by June. Hmm. And we're just showing everybody what meat can be and really educating them on it. And everybody's leaving here, you know, having a blast explaining and teaching others what meat is. Wow. And it's, essentially, it's like creating an army. Have you, know, you really- have you thought about having um, Snooky as your spokesperson? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, we, yeah. we already we already tried a Jersey Shore commercial with you guys. Yeah, I'll remember? Get, yeah, How I well think that's enough. That's enough. It's enough Snooky for one yeah, well, career, one Justin live read in that in that mode. And, you That's know what? enough. This is it looked good on paper, oh, but I loved Moscow's impersonation of somebody from the Jersey Shore. That was the best stuff. Did I do what? Who did I do? I don't know. You did Vinny, I think it was. Yeah. Who, who did I do? See, that, that's <laughs> yeah. about as good what as was that? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about the mead that's in our glass so we can learn about the stuff that you make as well. Uh, right now we have a Sweet Affair. Tell us about this mead. Yeah, so uh, the, the two I actually sent you is our Sweet Affair line. Uh, when I say a line, it's actually just two meads, at least for right now. But uh, they're considered pie mint. It's, uh, it's a mead made with uh, grape juice as well. Okay. So this is 82% uh, honey. And 18% grape juice. The one you guys are drinking, I believe, is the Sweet Affair His. Is the, yes. red, the one that pours red? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so this is uh, – it's made from a wildflower honey. And uh, we also blended in some Cabernet Sauvignon grape juice. And then we also briefly aged it on oak just for a short few weeks. Uh, when I like drink – when I drink a Cabernet Sauvignon, I actually like drinking a nice oaky Cabernet Sauvignon. So I wanted to put a nice oakiness to it, but not too much. So uh, – this one finishes it off. Uh, finishes off at around like ten fourteen. I think the final gravity was on this. So I also didn't want to make it too sweet of a mead, but the the tannins from the Cabernet Sauvignon grape juice as well as the oak, uh, the tannins from the oak also kind of like help cut the sweetness a little bit more, even at ten fourteen. Uh, this really reminds me of a really nice tawny port. Yes, it, yep. It, yep. It, you get the oak in there. Mm-hmm. It's got uh, um sherry like quality to it. it it's Awesome. Yeah, I like this too. Yeah. And it is, a, you know, normally I would say something like this is too sweet, but I don't think it comes across that way. No. And uh, maybe you're right about the tannins helping me out with that. I really like yeah. tannins. I like my even wine to be just big and tanniny. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of playing to it, my It's palate. got a nice balance because of that. Mm-hmm. It, it is sweet, but you got to have something in there to balance that. There's you a nice bite it, to the finish as well on that one. It's not really acidic, so you're not going to get it from that. It's, it's right. But, but the, the oak. Mm-hmm. And the and the tannins also from uh, the fruits. 
Does the grape juice go in the same time uh, as the honey, or is that something you, you put in later? Yeah, no, we, f- we ferment the grape juice with the honey itself, yeah. Okay, so you do all that at yeah. once. Um, yeah. So did you this do- one, I actually really did decide to send you this one, since I know, Justin, you're such a huge fan of charcuterie. Yes. I have never found a better mead that goes with charcuterie than this mead right here. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I could see that. Where's your mound of meat? I know. I need a. <laughs> He's, you still burned out on it after that uh, never-ending plate in Australia, right? Never. I just don't want the never-ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I just should be my rider that I have a mound of meat every show, though. <laughs> Do I have to put together your rider as your producer? <laughs> yeah, Scott. And, and, go be, five, and by the way, I'm not reimbursing you for the $200 a right. week it's going to cost. It has rate. to be new meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is the uh, proper way to uh, store this? Because I have them in, the, in my uh, fridge at home, but I had them uh, in the office back here in, a, in one of the bottom cubbies because I figured room temp was okay am i wrong yeah yeah no room temp is fine anything under like uh no no higher than 68 i would say uh just like any other uh traditional grape wine for example anywhere in a cool dark place is fine but room temperature is just fine uh what i what i've found over the years is um especially honey being the only food source that never spoils i really do feel like it 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 imparts its own preservative qualities to the final product of a meat as well it's extremely hard to oxidize a, a mead um and uh, as far as even sulfiting goes, we really don't add any sulfites or sorbates unless we absolutely have to just to stabilize the product. But for preservation, I, I never feel the need to uh, add any sulfites for it. But room temperature is fine. Anywhere in a cool, dark place, even after you open a bottle of mead, it'll last for days or weeks um, before you really see any signs of oxidation. Did that factor into your uh, business plan originally? Like this is a shelf-stable product and it you know, maybe less lost that way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I never sulfited or sorbated anything at home. Uh, over the past uh, two and a half, three years, I've been making mead. I've never filtered anything at home. Um, so, I mean, everything is just basically whatever I did at home obviously fucking worked. So let's yeah, just yeah. carry this over. Instead of doing five gallons, let's do 275-gallon batches instead. So uh, one so. thing you had to change from home then is your equipment, obviously, to do that. What does... What does a metery look like? What is the no, equipment actually? Look like? I have about three hundred and twenty-five five-gallon buckets, and uh, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. No, we have. Uh, oh yeah, obviously we. Uh, <laughs> obviously we uh, we purchase some stainless steel tanks, some wine fermentation tanks. Um, they're all glycol jacketed. We obviously yeah, we have a big glycol chiller. Obviously, we also have our uh, you know more industrial sized pump to do all our transfers. You know, there's no more diluting. 15 pounds of honey on my kitchen counter with like, you know, a plastic spoon that I use for hovering. But you don't uh, need like a big kettle to, to sort of get things. I, I know you don't boil mead, but I would think to get things to dilute, you might want a little heat, anything like that. No, not at all. Uh, what we actually do, and, uh, and and I think we're the only meter in the U.S. That, that does this, is we also use all reverse osmosis water. Uh, for our meads. So, and what, what ends up happening with the reason I even bring that up is, uh, we filter it all in house. We have a big commercial filtration, uh, RO system, and we have a big 500 gallon holding tank. And that holding tank will actually, that, that water will always be at room temperature. So even if we're making meat over the winter months, like we, like we did the last, um, a few weeks ago, a month and a half ago, when we, when we refilled our tanks, yeah. we're not, uh, we're not, uh, having to rely on, or having to deal with cold tap water, you know, cold city water okay. uh, to dilute our honey. So all our water is at room temperature, and it, it's, it makes it pretty easy to uh, 
to dilute the honey into. And is there like a large stirring device or something? You say you don't have to use your plastic <laughs> spoon anymore, but are there rakes or something in there? There, uh, n- not in our meadery, not okay. yet. But uh, what we do, I came up with a brilliant solution after we were uh, after the first few times we filled our tanks, we were basically dropping in seven hundred and fifty to sometimes over a thousand pounds of honey into a tank, sure. uh, throwing in some water, and then essentially rowing through mud, right. trying to uh, dilute all that honey. Um, what we ended that- up doing was our mixing tank has uh, two ports. We have you know two butterfly valves on it. We have a racking port and a drain port on the front of our mixing tank. What we ended up doing was uh, we came up with the brilliant idea of pumping the water out of the tank and pumping it right back in through a racking arm at an angle. We essentially create a nice whirlpool inside of our mixing tank with the water. Okay. And as we're dumping the honey in over the top of the tank, the pump is also sucking out a lot of the honey, beating it up and th- spinning it back into the tank. Wow. And even the whirlpool, the movement of the whirlpool is actually helping us uh, dilute a, the, a lot of that honey as soon as it hits the bottom of the tank as well. So, And you haven't was, lost a pump with that uh, gnarly setup yeah, yet? Yeah, gumming up the works? No, no. Uh, we, I, obviously, uh, I obviously thought – I think shit through. Uh, basically, <laughs> That's we weird. ended up buying a pump huh. that uh, is able to handle high viscosity liquid. So yeah. uh, Hold on, we, we can pump notes. honey with this pump, basically. <laughs> Think. Hang, I, hang, I was just thinking, thinking uh, a, a naked swimming midget. Oh well, that, sure you were, Doc. That's that's how Doc opens a metering. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, how can we get flippers? How can we get this uh, <laughs> right. d- diluted? See, we think it through too. Just we're just yeah. our thoughts are right. not good. Yeah, we're like, sh- take off your clothes and shave your body, and then <laughs> and jump, it, jump in that tank and right. shut up. <laughs> Someone didn't shave this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. I want to talk more mead with you, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to open up another uh, one of your meads. And uh, when we come back, more mead with Sergio. Can you hang in for a sec? You got it, man. All right, we'll be right back. Hang in there. It's the session live from the Hop Grenade. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in anywhere precisely controlled heater for strike and sparge water ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection that's williamsbrewing.com orders placed by 4 p.m pacific time weekdays ship the same day brewing is easy the williams way when i order a beer i want my server to know more about it than i do I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. 
The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Do you know the three most important rules in brewing? Sanitation, sanitation, and sanitation. And no one does it better than Five Star Chemicals. Five Star knows sanitation. You can only sanitize clean equipment. And Five Star knows how to clean, too. For craft brewers and home brewers, Five Star has what you need to keep your fermenters, serving tanks, kegs, and draft lines sparkling and free of any beer-spoiling bacteria. PBW, caustic, acid cleaners, star sand, Santa Clean, lubricants and defoamers, pH stabilizers, and more. Five Star Chemicals has cleaning supplies, safety supplies, heat exchangers, pumps, hoses, and valves. And Five Star is proud to offer eco-friendly products that exceed customer expectations. If you have a cleaning problem, you need the Five Star Solution. Visit FiveStarChemicals.com or call 800-782-7019. 800-782-7019. And get the Five star treatment today adventures in homebrewing have the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipes some of the things homebrewing.org creates and manufactures in-house are the brutus brew stands and propane burners the serial killer adjustable two-roller grain mill with seven pound hopper custom stainless steel false bottoms designed to fit kegels coolers and mini size brew pots and the bn army receives 10 percent off their homebrewing.org orders when they use coupon code aih10 at checkout the brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing have designed a huge selection of original recipes for extract and all-grain brewing. Adventures in Homebrewing original recipes are tried and tested, proven to be of the best quality. And right now, Adventures in Homebrewing is shipping 24 of their best recipes for free. Visit homebrewing.org for the most current selection. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And now, it's even easier with free shipping on these kits. And don't forget to use the current coupon code AIH10. Adventures in Homebrewing at Home brewing.org you're listening to the brewing network because like beer radio shouldn't suck welcome back to the show we're still drinking some mead and some beer, I'm not going to lie. We're mixing it both in. We're two-fisting, yep. if you will. Yeah. Um, i got to admit, I've switched uh, just to meat. Did you? I, I abandoned my beer. Absolutely. What's that glass in front of you right there? That's, That's another beer, I haven't right? touched it in an hour. And you're not going to finish it? I, I'm debating. Shame. I don't know. There's more, there's more Mellow Vino meat. There are kids in Africa that don't get to drink beer, Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. They're developing. You've seen them. They have flies in their head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, could that yeah. cameraman give them a sandwich? For nice. 72 cents a day. <laughs> yeah. Can't, could have bought him a sandwich. Just because I'm not drinking beer, all of a sudden we're talking about Mozambique. <laughs> no, it's about you wasting the beer. Right. Yeah, yeah, waster. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, real quick, don't forget about the Siebel Institute of Technology if you're looking to uh, up your game in your beer knowledge, uh, especially if you want to become a professional. But they also have homebrew courses. It's America's oldest uh, brewing school, and they have more courses than any other brewing school, which include the advanced homebrewing course. There's also craft distilling and beer styles courses for those of you looking to uh, maybe ace the uh, beer knowledge exams like uh, BJCP and um, probably the Cicerone, one of our great sponsors, too. You can learn about beer at, at Siebel in those ways as well. But then also professional-level brewing courses available both campus-based and web-based. So some of you have to keep your day jobs, of course, and maybe you can take some classes from home through Siebel. The faculty includes some of the best-known and most respected instructors in international brewing. So go check them out, SiebelInstitute.com. Get more information, and uh, I recommend you get some schooling before you go all pro. Because you won't be a pro if you don't have schooling, is my opinion. <laughs> Take it from somebody who went to school. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You need to become a pro. All right, we're still talking to Sergio from Melavino. We've got some uh, more of your mead in our glass now, Sergio. Yeah, we, um, we sent you our two newest meads, actually. These are both called Sweet Affairs because, I mean, essentially the thought process behind this was uh, – you know, meads are meads, wines are wines. A lot of people think they shouldn't go together. Uh, so I said, you know, why don't we just do it anyway and just call it a sweet affair? Got right. it. So we have that his and the hers version. You guys had the his before. So the new one is the sweet affair hers. So it's kind of like a red and a white wine kind of a play on Pyman's. So this one is actually now a, a sweeter version, of course, being the hers. And uh, we also we used it a... Sorry, Bevo, if I offended No, that was, that was Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> Please, I'm on my third glass of meat. Yeah. You couldn't say anything to offend me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Bevo's like, sweet, bitter, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so this one is made with an orange blossom honey, which is a great, great honey to make mead with. Uh, and instead of um, the Cabernet Sauvignon, we just replaced it with the Sauvignon Blanc grape juice, which I think goes incredibly well with uh, a fermented orange blossom honey. Sergio, am I allowed to like hers better? It's up to you, man. I think it's fine. Judgment. (laughs) I like. You know, it's actually our number two bestseller right now. Actually, and his is a very, very close third too. Okay, it's very progressive of you. Yeah, Nicole just slid me a note (laughs) asking if you make a gender 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 neutral one. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. All the ones that aren't called his or hers. It's it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's sweet affair. Sweet affair. It's. Wow. Or that. Or bond. There's. Okay. Call it Pat. So, Sergio, the rest of the mead was exactly the same except for the type of grape juice? Is that what I'm hearing from you? We started as slightly higher gravity uh, because we did want this one to finish a little sweeter than the his. Uh, originally, when I first um, came up with these recipes at home, my homebrewed versions were actually exactly the same. And then I ended up finding, uh, realizing that a lot of the women actually like the his better. And I'm like, no, you're supposed to like the hers. <laughs> so we dried up, and, I, and, I, and they didn't need to go drier anyway. So uh, I dried up the his a little bit more, which I thought would have been more fitting with the Cabernet Sauvignon and the oak. But, um, yeah, the hers, we did still keep a little uh, sweeter than the his. Nicole, why, why is, yeah, why, tell us, explain what's happening in your head. Having a great time. Nicole, no, it sounded like you said homebrewed virgins. We thought you said homebrewed virgins. Oh, oh let's get back like to the homebrewed oh, virgins. Oh, exciting. That was, that was really how exciting. Many, I've never many, met one. homebrewed virgins do you get promised when you 
I make his and hers mean. <laughs> Not enough. I'll tell you that right They're now. They're the same homebrewed versions that help you mash higher to get a better residual sweetness on your mead. Um, you know how crazy it is, or at least it used to be, especially at homebrew events, like when the four women show up and all the guys are like, oh, my God, you know, right. there's, there's women here. Imagine if the woman was also a, a virgin. It would go even crazier. <laughs> yeah. There would be, they wouldn't show up to any homebrew fest anymore. <laughs> Ever again. Right. That would be it. Yeah. I also love how that joke between Nate and Bevo earlier, and now we're drinking Sweet Affairs. Oh, yeah. oh, it's very fitting. Apparently, they've been having a sweet affair for quite some time. I feel like the universe is really trying to tell yeah. me something right now. Yeah. Hey, you're not married um, yet, Nicole. Next question. <laughs> Moving right. on. So, uh, now I have in my notes here that, that you take a rather different approach to making mead than maybe we've heard from traditional mead making. And I, and I wonder if you can elaborate that on a, a little bit. Yeah, I think I have my own opinions as to uh, different theories and ideologies that a lot of people have, especially when I see a lot of people giving other people inf uh, advice or information on how to make good mead um, online, especially, is um, there's a lot of things that just kind of really bug me. Uh, a lot of people, for example, love saying they love using DAP, uh, which is uh, diammonium phosphate that you would use as part of your nutrient regimen for fermenting, a, uh, getting a healthy fermentation for a batch of mead. Um, you know, DAP is is an or basically a more inorganic form of uh, nitrogen, which the honey is deficient in. That's why we actually need to add nutrients uh, to to make the yeast uh, have a healthier fermentation. Um, Instead, instead of DAP or even Fermade K, a lot of people say, well, yeah, I don't use DAP. I use Fermade K. But even Fermade K has DAP in it, uh, which a lot of people don't know. And it still neg negatively affects the flavor, I feel. Uh, so we don't use any DAP. We don't use any Fermade K. We, we actually use uh, Fermade O. It comes from the same manufacturer, but the O actually just stands for organic, uh, which it, it offers an organic form of nitrogen uh, that the yeast is going to need to ferment a, a healthy batch of uh, mead. So you just uh, think it fits with the yeast better, being an organic? Uh, well, I mean, even hearing uh, feedback from mead makers that went to UC Davis's uh, mead making course, they actually just had the first mead making course sometime last year, a few months ago. Uh, just even hearing feedback from uh, from that course, uh, uh, they actually pretty much demonstrated the effect that DAP has on fermentation, uh, fermenting mead. Uh, and they made basically the same kind of mead batches and you were able to taste the the DAP version and the and the batch that didn't have any DAP added to it, and it was night and day from what I hear. Uh, I never experimented with myself, but just from my initial research when I started making mead, I kind of just gathered that you know what, there's an organic uh, form of nitrogen that you could actually add. Um, you know, when you're talking about acronyms, uh, you know, DAP, you know, diammonium phosphate. If you can't spell it. I don't want to put it in my meat. Okay. Mm. So help yeah. us translate on the brewing side. Normally grain is giving us all these micro, these nutrients in various levels. When you, you're doing meat, you don't have that. So you have to get them from somewhere essentially. Correct. Yeah. And, and even in the same in the winemaking world, you know, uh, the, the grape juice eventually, eventually provides all the nutrients, uh, that the yeast is looking for for a healthy fermentation. Uh, with with honey, the problem with honey is it specifically natch, uh, lacks in nitrogen. 
Uh, so nitrogen is a big, big uh, important factor in a healthy fermentation, and honey severely lacks it. Uh, without any nutrients, what might end up happening is you're going to experience a lot of stuck fermentations. Uh, you might experience long fermentations that might take you know a year. That's why I like the general thought of making mead, uh, I, what I consider, I guess, old school thought of making mead now is um, that mead takes a year f- before it's ready to drink. You know, I've made meads and I've won awards for meads that, you know, were two months old, three months old. Um, but, you know, it's using that staggered nutrient addition, which it's nothing new. That's not something that that, that I created. Uh, I'll, everybody else basically does use staggered nutrient additions. It's just the, the ingredients that I choose to use in those nutrient additions itself. It was what I feel makes a big difference in my mead. Um I also kind of am against the whole uh, water chemistry thing. You know, when I really got into, you know, heavily into home brewing, um, I really started dwelling into water chemistry, you know, because we have we have these two these two guys, they're brothers in our homebrew club. And these guys win awards after awards. These guys have their whole year scheduled for what they're going to brew, bottle, everything. Uh, and these guys went into water chemistry and they make some of the best beer, homebrew beer, especially that I've ever tasted. Hang on one second on water chemistry for me. Yes. Yeah. Doc didn't want to move past what we were already um, on. I, I, I want to uh, clarify when you're talking about organic, everybody thinks organic is uh, non pesticide, cage free, uh, cage free, nutrients. Free, whatever. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the difference between organic and inorganic. It's a chem- inorganic, correct. It's, it's a correct. chemistry term. That's what I meant when right. I asked him about the, uh, Yeah, that. it's a chemistry term. You're not talking about organic as in, oh, it's cage-free. It's sustainably free-range. Cage-free nutrients. It, it has to do whether it's uh, just a, a, a chemical compound like salt. Correct. Right. Or, yep. it, or it's a... It, so would it, would, is it fair to say like it lives naturally in nature? No. When we're talking no, about no, no, it, has, no. It, it has carbon chains in it. Okay, so okay. Uh, inorganic chemistry, as in organic chemistry, it has to do with the different chemical compounds you're getting. That So if you've got inorganic uh, acids and you've got organic acids. Uh, and so that's what he's talking about. So don't get into it like he's thinking about organic hops or organic grains or okay. something like that. It's right. it's, it's different okay got it yeah all right so sergio then carry on now now let's talk water chemistry because you already sort of transitioned us there anyway so yeah so i mean when i really got into uh you know brewing i obviously realized water chemistry makes a huge difference as you guys know but with mead making when i was really trying to research as far as trying to make the best mead that i could possibly make before opening a meadery obviously it was um you know, what does water really do to a mead? And most people's uh, advice is, you know, if it tastes good, if it smells good, then it's good to use. For the most part, yeah, I, I definitely agree. But um, what I figured was, why don't I try using reverse osmosis water? Um, I also noticed that, you know, Gordon Strong, I, I spoke to Gordon Strong a few times via email because I noticed he he used a lot of reverse osmosis water for a lot of the meads he's made. And, I mean, uh, I, I don't need to tell you guys how many times he's won homebrew of the year in Nikasi. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he Many's makes handsome. excellent meads. And uh, so I consulted with him about the use of reverse osmosis water. And, you know, him and I had the same issue being that, you know, the water that we had accessible to us for making meads was, you know, very high in mineral content. It was too many uh, total dissolved solids. So I consulted with them in his use of reverse osmosis water. He said, it's fine. I've tasted his meads. I think his meads are excellent. Uh, so I really gave a go with using reverse osmosis water. And I mean, even the same recipes that I would use, uh, that I would make at home, 
uh, before using a reverse osmosis water to what we're making now at the meadery is like night and day. And I think it makes a huge, huge difference. So, I mean, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so is there calcium and magnesium and zinc in the Fermate O? Because you need all that, all those minerals that you're stripping out by uh, running the water through a reverse osmosis filter. Are you adding that back in with the nutrient, or is that in the honey? Where, no, where we're actually not from? adding anything back. No, we're not adding, adding, adding any salt or anything else into the water uh, other than just using the reverse osmosis <laughs> water and the honey and then the nutrient additions that we're actually adding. If you ask me what's in the actual nutrient additions, I will have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> right. I yeah. buy it. I know it works, and it makes great mead. And, and and I know it's obvious. It's most definitely needed as well. Well, I would assume but, what's in there is things that are needed for yeast health and fermentation. Correct. So whatever, yeah, absolutely. whatever would be lacking in the water, its only problem would be it wouldn't support uh, yeast health. And, and, right. uh, and so, yeah, when you, mm-hmm. I could see where you would need to treat it. So, yeah, wa- water calculations and, and water chemistry is going to be twofold. It's going to be fermentation stuff. Which you've all you you tackled that, and the other thing is taste, and the ions have a have a direct correlation with both of those things. Yeah, do you taste right. the water after you put it in the beer, like well, I, like I do? Well, I, it it has to do with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it just it just has to do with can you use what you got or do you build it from there? Yeah, and you can steer. You've also you've got the fermentation thing down with your staggered. Uh, for uh, your adding Sac- nutrient addition, yeah. exactly, yeah. and I'd like to hear more about that. Uh, so you got that down, and I'm just wondering if if uh, you can play with it a little bit with you know water additions after that to play with the the taste profile after that. Okay, you know I've thought about it. I thought of adding like for example mainly calcium. You know, in the form of some calcium chloride or gypsum. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, I experimented with that when I started making meats at home. Uh, because my water in my house is actually very low in calcium, which is great for my espresso machine and keeping my sink clean. But uh, for making beers, it's, you know, uh, especially when I was home brewing a lot, you know, beers would never clear out. I had no yeah. calcium in my water. Uh, but with mead making, I mean, put it this way. At the, at the end of the day, when it comes down to a lot of people say that, yeah, if it tastes good and it smells good, then it's great for me. It's fine for making me. That's the that's the that's the term that I had a problem with. It's fine. Yeah, that, right? that's the whole thing with so, beer making too. It's uh, oh, if you if it tastes good, it smells good. Then you can make mediocre to good beer. Exactly, and it not, does make not a big gr- difference. Not great stuff. And the problem is there is no resources online for water chemistry, anything uh, related to mead making, and that's what I struggled with the most. Um, but at the end of the day, what ended up happening was. I got myself some reverse osmosis water, and I'm not a big water drinker myself at all. Uh, it's tough for me to drink just water. I have to be thirsty, and that's got to be the only thing left. Uh, Hi, I'm Sergio. Yeah. I'm always dehydrated. Right. Uh, no, I, I don't drink. I don't drink plain water either. That it's stuff just, that keeps you alive. No, I'll, yeah, I'll find other ways it. to get it. Who needs all that noise? Right. Yeah, but you know what though? Reverse osmosis water. I'll drink the fuck out of that water. And it has I'm nothing that you, you need. It is it's right. delicious water, man. <laughs> yeah, and you might as well just be drinking. Your beer. teeth will break down, but <laughs> you'll be able to drink water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Sergio, uh, let me just stop you quickly because we got a phone call. Uh, he's been hanging on for a little while. Thud Monkey is on the line from Wisconsin, and he's got a question about yeast. Profiles. Thud Monkey. Hey, how you doing, Justin? Uh, doing well. Sorry to keep you waiting, buddy. You got a question for Sergio? Yes, I do. I uh, just first want to mention that uh, it's Martin Luther the King's birthday today. Oh, yeah, the king. I think we the should king. all uh, make a toast to him. We shall do. Um, but, but before that, um, 
I, I do have a question. What yeast do you use, Sergio? We use mainly Lavlin 71B. Uh, we also do use D47 for uh, for some of our recipes. And we have also been known to use uh, uh, a more abnormal strain that most people don't use, which is a CY 3079, uh, which is normally used for like barrel, uh, barrel fermented Chardonnays. Uh, mainly, it gives it a nice, like, buttery finish uh, to uh, to a white wine, to our Chardonnay, mainly. But it also does impart a nice buttery note to uh, to a mead. But mainly, seventy one B D forty seven we use for certain select uh, recipes. And so now, I heard you uh, what you were mentioning the nitrogen, and that really helps the yeast uh, ferment well. Now, uh, does the B seventy one do well without the? Uh, that, nutri- that nitrogen nutrients or, or yeah, it'll do it'll do just fine without it. I mean, seventy one B doesn't have too too high of nitrogen requirements, but again, with mead making, uh, and and this is the struggle too with mead making is uh, when you look at all these uh, you know all the manufacturers' uh, specifics at, uh, of uh, of mead. Uh, when you go to scottlab.com, uh, for example, and you look at all the, the details uh, about each each yeast strain, the issue is, like, most of the information on there that you find is more for the wine-making uh, commercial scene, not really for mead-making. So um, I would say uh, 71B doesn't require as much nitrogen, but at the same time with mead-making, you still need to add more nitrogen no matter what, no matter what yeast strain you're using, in my opinion. All right, wonderful. Thanks for the thanks for the answer. I really appreciate that. Thanks for the call, yeah. brother. Yeah, no All problem. Right, thanks, guys. All right, good stuff. Well, I know we're going to be talking to you more about these things in the future because we want to hear about your approach to mead. Uh, we're running out of time a little bit. I had another question to come uh, come through from the chat. Um, one of our guests wants to know how many free packs of honey would you need from Starbucks to make a gallon of mead <laughs> and how would the and how would the quality be apparently this is one of our homeless listeners uh, what would the quality be like maybe then? it's Chuck the Martian right. yes. so they give I'm not a Starbucks customer so it's like you know it's, is it like driving through a McDonald's drive through and asking for a 20 packets of ketchup I'm sure uh, it's yeah, the I same so. right. and the quality is about the same with the honey I would imagine yeah. as well Ma- mayonnaise but, goes farther but hypothetically uh, I mean, I guess the basis of the question here, some plain old honey. Uh, they want a recipe, basically. Yeah, well, no, because th- let's we'll do that, too. But I think the, the heart of the question is, what about some plain old honey, and I throw it in and I make some mead? How good is it going to be? What's it going to well, taste like? Well, this, this all ties, ties back into the, the water part also. Um, good in, good out. Quality in, quality out. The better... The better honey, better quality honey you're putting in, uh, the better quality water you're putting in, the better quality product you're going to get out. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of the, the issue with honey is also that, you know, a lot of people think uh, honey is honey, right? It comes in that little bear-shaped jar in the grocery store, in the grocery store, right? Yeah, it's but so cute. Honey, yeah, it's there's nice. so many different varietal honeys, and most of the time the honeys that you see in those stores is cut with corn syrup, for example. It's, it's the same thing as— It's the Budweiser know, of honey. <laughs> It's not even. I call it the Aunt Jemima of honey. People okay. think Aunt Jemima's uh, real fucking syrup. She's hot, I'll it's, tell you that. But, you know, it's like the corn syrup, honey. you know? It's not real syrup. Okay. It's not real syrup at all, but it tastes damn good at least. Well, but syrup honey, is not. Now, try, I never tried fermenting Aunt Jemima, but uh, now that I think of it, I might just give it a one. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. If you put a bottle of mead on the shelf called Aunt Jemima Mead, you're going to sell that stuff right now. <laughs> Um, but no, but it's the same. It's the same thing. I mean, uh, you're going to have to buy quality honey if you're going to want to get a quality mead final product. Point blank. 
I feel like you should do a uh, a series of meads from the uh, all of the women of my childhood, like Mrs. Brady, Aunt Jemima, <laughs> Butterworth, <laughs> M- Mrs. Yeah. Butterworth, uh, Ginger, Betty Crocker, <laughs> Betty Crocker mead. Yeah, you know all the women that raised me. All yeah. the all the milfs in your in your childhood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Betty Crocker, you are looking yeah. good tonight. Yeah, uh, that's just a suggestion, Sergio. You do whatever you want. It, it, won't, it won't be good in the moment, but we'll remember it fondly. Right. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, remember that uh, Aunt Jemima mead from Melavino? I God, remember not good. hating it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I always man. want to know what she tasted like. <laughs> how, many well, different, just, how many different meads do you have on the market now? I think you mentioned it earlier. Uh, we have made seven right now. We've sold out of one. Okay. Um, so we have six available right now. We'll have 14 by March, and we're going to have close to 30 or so by uh, June. And are, are you living the dream? Did you quit your day gig and, and this is your thing now? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, quite Good a few months you. ago, uh, just let go of the full-time gig, and I've been full-time with the meadery for mm-hmm. months now. And it's it's been scary yet exciting at the same time. That's awesome. Uh, what was the yeah. full-time gig? I actually – I worked – for the past 15 years, I've been in the import customs clearance industry – uh, basically, mainly actually specializing in the wine import industry. So I've made a lot of good contacts in the wine uh, industry throughout the st- uh, throughout the country. But sounds like a cover for human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm an importer exporter. I, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was that that dude with the dog at the airport. Yeah, I'm that That's guy. what I thought. The customs. Yeah. And Let's more see. more importantly, which exit on the Jersey Turnpike has the cleanest restrooms, Sergio? Oh yeah. None of them. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep going to get to right. Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you just quit it a few months ago? So this, you, you were working it full-time for while fighting the state, while trying to fund what, for years? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not for, no, 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 not for years. It didn't take me years. I definitely pushed the, uh, I pushed the process through as fast as, uh, as quickly as I could. But yeah. Um, Without but a gun. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, I think it was by, I would say, maybe September, October is, this past September, October is when I just fully let go of the full time gig, and I was full time Melovino. Good for you, yeah, good man. Congratulations, yeah, yeah that's yeah. really. I love hearing that stuff yeah. too. Are, are you doing everything, or do you have some people helping you out? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm actually the only one here mainly throughout the week. I have my younger brother Mitchell. He's he's probably put in more physical labor than I will ever put into Melovino since day one. He's been here. We have two yeah, family brother. friends of ours, uh, Jamie and Harvey, that's been helping us out. We also picked up a stray along the way. We call him Velvet, actually. <laughs> Everyone uh, needs a stray. He was, a, he was a f- named Velvet. Yeah, we have a beardy. Uh, uh, right. Yeah. This guy, this is a funny story. This guy, he emailed me uh, months ago, probably just a few months. Uh, we didn't even have our federal winery license, uh, a winery, winery license application approved yet, but he emailed me and he said he's looking for a job. He's been making meat for two years. He's really passionate about it. He would love a chance to work for the first meter in New Jersey. I said, well, you know, we're not looking to hire anytime soon. You know, still, I literally, I still haven't even paid myself yet, uh, yeah. actually, being the owner. And uh, so I told him, we're probably not going to be hiring anytime soon. So he replied back to me. He said, an internship or an apprenticeship would be great. So I said, great, you're hired. Right. Yeah. So he's been helping us out ever since day one. So God bless when I did Velvet. my little research on him, I looked up his name, and he happens to be a freshman English teacher at Seton Hall. <laughs> and uh wow. I, I, the only thing I was able to find wow. on him online was on uh, rate, um, rate com, and all the <laughs> reviews left by him were by his female students, yeah. which all praised his velvety voice. 
and how great looking he is, and comparing him to Ryan Gosling. So uh, huh. call him Velvet. I don't know if I were you, being you know from Jersey, there I'd have been like, I don't know, Seton Hall. I'm kind of a Rutgers guy. Uh, not sure you're going to make you know, it. Here. It might bring people into the tasting room. That's true. So, well, the funniest part about it was he came by the first day we were filling tanks last year. Uh, around April when we first filled our tanks. And uh, at the end of the night, we all, you know, I crack open a few bottles of mead, stuff that I made at home, some commercial stuff, and we're all bullshitting. And, uh, you know, and he said something. I said, yeah, but nothing will ever beat that velvety voice of yours. And he just put his head down to the ground, and he just goes, fuck. (laughs) I'll never get away. (laughs) You guys read that shit, didn't you? You read my reviews. (laughs) Yeah. So we've called him Velvet ever since. That's rad. Sergio, said, thanks for the yeah. thanks for the meads. Uh, you, we've had some employee theft here at uh, the Hop Grenade. How many bottles did you send? <laughs> yeah, Mo- Moscow does have a seventy-five. We we got two oh, here in the yeah. studio. We have two here. Is there is there more uh, that we should? I be... sent two of each. I sent oh, two of oh, each. Well, then two they, styles. Okay. Okay. Two All right, each. then we are, yeah. we're duly noted. Okay, there has been a theft. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the other two, Moskowitz? Yeah, exactly. Moscow, listen, I already don't, donated a, a dollar dirty we're, penny. We're looking. We're looking at this shit happen. Yeah, We're looking yeah. at each other for more meat here, and this right. is not to be had. I don't yeah. know. God damn it, Moskowitz. I, I didn't. I mean, I thought you guys, you know, Justin doesn't like sweet things, and Tasty's just drinking pale ales. Well, I don't know. It's back to Moscow's old 50 right. 50 rule. Right, exactly. It's like everything that goes to Moscow's house is subject to the 50 50 right. rule. That's, yeah. yes. And, and the little, storage fee. If you guys want it to be different, then you arrange for the so, ship. You, you so could bring it all here. You're on the show. Please send me to Beverly Moore. Yeah. yeah. There you go. By the way, arrange for the shipping. Sergio, please ship to blank. You're not paying for the shipping. You're not. Uh, you don't even have to be home to receive the thing. Still doing one more step than anybody else. I went to the mailbox this morning. Yeah, I'm keeping half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> By the way, I was in my slippers and boxers. Yeah. The Moscow tax. I think you already drank it. It's not like it's, it's still the there. Moscow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Moscow. Moscow's like it's not theft. It's tax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually. It is still in my fridge. If you guys want to come over after the show. Oh, well, I make we'll it really it. available to us. Party at Moscow's house oh. after the oh, show. Oh, Remember you. Said that. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm in. Nicole and Bevo, uh, or sorry, uh, Nate and Bevo, you guys down for the party at uh, Moscow? Yeah, so what is all there? Dude, of course. <laughs> You're really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, you got a sitter? What about when Abby hears this? Sam, of in course. 10 years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that poor child looks so much like her father. There's, there's no question. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, Sergio, where can people find out more about Melavino Meat? Uh, real simple. Our website is mellowvino.com. Okay. Um, we also uh, we John finally just launched launched our online store a few weeks ago, like right before Christmas. So right now we're just shipping in New Jersey, but we are adding a few states. We're going to be shipping to ten other states within the next few weeks. We're adding Florida, Minnesota, and uh, DC. Actually, this week uh, we'll be shipping to California, Michigan, Georgia, New York uh, within the next upcoming weeks, uh, uh, among a few others. But you should have gone yeah. for all remote states first, you know. We're going to go, we're starting with Jersey, we're going to end up in Nebraska, yes. North Dakota, mm-hmm. and, uh, Alaska, and Hawaii. And Alaska, Hawaii, and then, Hawaii, Montana. I mean, when things are really going well, Idaho. Well, I'm obviously not sending anything to Antarctica. Uh, <laughs> no. And stop sending it to Concord, too, because Tasty doesn't get enough. Doesn't get here. Uh, oh, man. All right. You know, we got a lot, a lot of great recipes coming out. Uh, a lot of stuff that people are waiting for. We currently have actually a, uh, I call it the Scotch of the Mead world. We have a mead that um, 
It's uh, a very, very complex mead. We fermented it on a blend of three different oaks, uh, and it, it really comes off as like a nice Scotch whiskey uh, style mm. mead. It's a great mead to have a cigar with. Um, well, you gave we're, us we're, one uh, Tawny Port tasting one already, so a Scotch one will be yeah. Uh, welcomed. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know we're trying to we're trying to come out with all like signature recipes. You know, besides our traditional style meads and uh, some other meads that you know other other meaders might be producing. Obviously, everybody's going to produce a traditional wildflower honey mead, orange blossom honey mead, a pine or two. But uh, the rest of our stuff, we're really trying to stay like unique and uh, get really creative with the mead world. That's that's the thing that I love most about mead. Um, is that it could really be anything you wanted to be? Sure, uh, you know. So I was very big in the culinary scene, cooking myself a lot as well. Uh, we were also very proud to say the first commercial product to ever come out of the first commercial meadery was actually served at the uh, James Beard House in New York City. Uh, it was served at a hundred and eighty dollar plate special dinner menu, actually. Wow! And yeah, so uh, I actually we we were still waiting on our bottles to come in. We didn't have anything bottled yet. I had to go run out, buy some regular 750s, and fill <laughs> filled up two cases of mead uh, straight out the sample valves of our fermentation or out of our uh, secondary tanks sure. just to be able to make that event. And uh, no matter how many awards I've won, that's been on the top of my list and always will be, absolutely. Well, congratulations on your on your newfound freedom as an entrepreneur, and uh, we wish you success. The mead is fantastic. Yeah. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to learning more from you about uh, the nutrient-adding process, a bit more about fermentation. So I hope you're going to be back soon uh, to talk to us more about that. Yeah, you guys want a recipe for the listeners? Yeah, you got one for us? Yeah, I'll give you guys our scotch mead recipe if anybody wants to try it out. Perfect. Go for it. All right, so we have uh, we have a meat. It's called Sinfonia. You can go to mellowvillo.com and purchase some yourself to have some of the base off of, uh, number one. But the recipe is actually really simple. It's uh, 15 pounds of honey, and uh, it's, it's equal thirds of orange blossom, wildflower, and buckwheat honey. We actually use buckwheat honey in this recipe. Not a lot of meaderies actually use buckwheat honey. Uh, the raw natural state of buckwheat honey could be like horse stable barnyardy. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it could be a little pungent, but uh, it's like... You don't want to smell it going into the tank, but it's like shitting out gold on the other end. I'll oh, tell wow. you that. Uh, but uh, it's five Amazing. pounds orange blossom, five pounds of wildflower honey, and five pounds of buckwheat honey. Uh, and you throw a 10 grams of uh, 71B uh, yeast re- uh, rehydrated according to manufacturer specs with some GoFirm and uh, sta- sta- uh, your staggered nutrient additions that you can find that information anywhere online on any kind of mead resource online. But that's a really great uh, recipe. It's one of our signature recipes, one of our top sellers. Somebody make it and send it in. Uh, just yeah. to me. Just to Bebo. Yeah, just to, yeah. Send it to Scott's I'll, house. I'll be sure to yeah. get Tasty a sip. <laughs> Here, Tasty, yeah. I brought you a thimble. Yeah. yeah. And it's this great is what too, it came and, in, I swear. And, and the reason I don't even mind giving out recipes is because uh, one thing I love most about you know starting a meadery and, and getting into the mead world, I've made really great friends within the industry with other meadery owners. And it's such like a close-knit tight group. It really reminds me of the brewing world where you know all brewers are willing to help other brewers. It's the same way in the mead world, and it's been awesome. Well, our listeners will love it, uh, as you know, so that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, for giving one out and for your time, brother, I appreciate oh, yeah, it. Definitely, mm-hmm. uh, no, thank you guys, man. I've been a long time listener, a huge fan of you guys. I, I think you guys do awesome. I miss JP. I, I wish he was on the show. <laughs> yeah, he totally. Well, he was oh, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know, is Sergio's on? I don't. But know. I don't like yeah. that. He definitely did not say that. No, that it was so my mean. fault. I moved the date, and I think he's at Disneyland. Is this some Disney character's birthday? Or something? I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's at Disneyland. Yeah, that is where he is. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Really, you're gonna move it to that date? It's Goofy's birthday. 
<laughs> but anyway, well, it's been a blast and uh, it's been surreal for being a fan and being on the show finally uh, after all these years. It's been surreal. So I uh, look forward to uh, to more episodes and being on the show more often. Well, thanks so much. And, and uh, I wish you success. We look forward to more uh, mead from you, man. We'll yes, see. You. We'll, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, Bevo's <laughs> feeling good, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I'm smiling. Yeah. For the first time wow. since we moved into the hot grenade. <laughs> year to year. Yeah. Thanks, Sergio. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Talk bro. to you later. All right. I dislike that. All right. There you go. Melavino Meadery. Check it out. It's good stuff. We're enjoying it here, and I hope we get some more. Uh, I know where some's at. Yeah. I, I know where two <laughs> bottles are, actually. Party at, uh, party at Scott's house. After <laughs> Let's the show. go there running us. I want to read there. see what Sweet. else is there. Right. <laughs> are you guys ready for... Uh, Brewing Network Awards? Oh, I'm oh, yeah, well, excited. Oh. For sure. I'm a little bit excited. Uh, I, thought I, was, I thought we were waiting until 2016. I don't know if we have to take a poo-poo after. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are excited. We're going to move it to next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah. To, uh, no, I'm just... Because oh, uh, you need JP uh, here to like poo-poo <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do it without uh, this JP all here sucks. to tell me that I did it wrong. Do you have yeah. a, a drum roll or am I working well, the drum roll? Well, you know, JP might not make it back from Disneyland and... We're going to have to do without him. That's right. All right, so here's what we'll do. Uh, a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to start the Brewing Network Awards. It's our ninth annual, I think. This is the ninth shit. time we've done them. Really? Wow. Which oh, is yeah. very dun, dun, exciting. Dun. Hang in dun, there. Dun. It's the session dun. live from the Hop Grenade, and we'll be right back. Listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. The best thing to happen to brewer's yeast in a century is from White Labs. For pro brewers and home brewers, yeast in the new Pure Pitch Package, powered by Flexel technology, redefines how fresh your yeast can really be. That's because your yeast is cultured, grown, and delivered all in the same Pure Pitch Package. It's never been transferred and never been exposed to the environment. Pure Pitch is powered by White Labs' proprietary Flexel container, which took six years to develop and is designed to be the best home your yeast has ever traveled in. Just cut open a Pure Pitch package and pitch the purest yeast possible. Learn more about Pure Pitch powered by FlexCell technology at whitelabs.com. And while you're there, sign up for one of the many great classes White Labs offers like Yeast Essentials 2.0 coming up August 22nd and 23rd or any one of their great workshops for brewers, distillers, and vendors. Pure Pitch from White Labs. Six years to develop, refine, and perfect. Two seconds to open. What'd you get? More brewing ingredients? Yep. You know what I love about Brewmaster's Warehouse? The $6.99 shipping. Well, yeah, but... Oh, the in-store classes for beginning brewers. Yeah, that's cool, but... Oh, oh, the brew builder. Creating and saving your recipes online is... Awesome! No, I'm... Yes, but... The cheese-making supplies. No. Oh, the wine-making supplies. <sighs> oh, the distilling equipment and liquor flavorings. All that stuff is awesome, yes, but what I really love is that the guy who runs it is totally hot. 
And and that Brew Builder software is awesome. Oh, yeah. Brewmaster's Warehouse brings you flat rate shipping on great equipment and ingredients to make beer, wine, cheese, and spirits at brewmasterswarehouse.com. And if you're in Georgia, stop by Brewmaster's Warehouse Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Visit brewmasterswarehouse.com today because it's totally hot. Oh, yeah. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, right-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ugh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some Grog Tags, dude. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. Woohoo! Awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on in to the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. Oh, it's time for the Brewing Network Awards, my favorite uh, part of the year. <laughs> it sounds like it. Oh, it's so great. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Is it because that it means another year of your life has gone by and you're still here? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. Shit. Not no, I like the Brewing Network Awards. We're going to get to it in just a moment. Uh, first things first, Adam and Eve. Oh. What would we, what would we do without them? We would have to go to creepy uh, adult stores in Concord. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody when I'm buying that stuff. No. You don't uh, want them to see you either. Right. You want to see, you know, you're like looking through things. You get a little boner. Right. You don't want anybody seeing that. Because then you know that they're imagining you using it, and then it's just real awkward. Yeah, and they try not to. Like the person <laughs> right. at the register is always like, oh, yeah, this is normal with your eight-inch plug. Right. And and they pretend and That's you pretend. Wide. But you both know in your head that they're going, dude, what's he going to do with that? Like, he, look at it. He has a small ass. What's he even going to do with that? <laughs> yeah. Where's he going to fit all that? Where's he going to fit when, all yeah. that? When and, you bought me the 14-inch double-ended. The double-ended, yeah. Did you buy that yourself at a store? No. Uh, I think I ordered that uh, on, on uh, something. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, what I'm saying is, I definitely didn't own it before I gave it to you. Um, it was brand new. It was brand new. It was double ended. Only end. one end had been used. Only one. Yeah, it was 50% new uh, when I bought it. So, uh, but at Adam and Eve, you don't have to experience these creepy things. No, it's you can go to adamandeve.com right now, and if you do so, you get a little discount. Um, for example, what kind of discount, Justin? Well, Nicole, let me ask you this. <laughs> Are you getting enough right now? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> wow. Bevo's getting oh, the rest of it, apparently. Yeah. I bet you'd like right. more, wouldn't you? Yeah, they'd spread oh, out yeah. a little bit now. Well, adamandeve.com wants to give you more, Nicole. Ooh. Yeah, they do. Uh, you can win. Is that like a drag queen? That sounds delightful. Is it Adam or Eve that wants to give you more? <laughs> well, it doesn't really matter, Beardy. Either one oh. will give you 10 free gifts. First, you'll get Whoa. a sexy surprise for her. Second, a specialty uh, selected item for him. And then third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Oh, according to porno. Adam and Eve. Yeah. Uh, plus, you'll get six full. <laughs> Full-length adult movies on DVD. And by the way, what is, what's a full... Like, Because for me, a full-length adult film uh, is like two and a half minutes. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, 45 minutes of nonstop I, action. I, I, I only, want to put I only need re- like... The part you like on repeat. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe two and a half minutes, you know, squared. I don't think I've ever made it the full length. It's like a macro that gets downloaded on your phone that you can watch that two and a half minutes. Well, then I guess it'll last all of us a long time because you get six full-length adult oh. movies on on DVD, and your 10th free gift is free shipping on your entire order. Nicole, what do you think you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? I don't know. Not much. It's not hard. Uh, Just go to adamneve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, anything you desire, and then enter coupon code BNARMY. That's B-N-A-R-M-Y at checkout. 10 free gifts. Check out at adamyeve.com. Select one item, get 10 free gifts, including free shipping, when you enter coupon code BNARMY at adamyeve.com. Free shipping makes me so hot. I know. Me too. That's free shit. <laughs> me too. Every time I'm on Amazon, I'm like, oh, free shipping? Oh, yeah. I'm ready and waiting for free shipping. No, that's my doorbell. That's when Amazon, oh. like the, oh. U- the, the UPS guy they, that's is there from. It. Yeah, the, the, oh, yeah. Okay. It's a, I, my house from the 60s. Oh, okay. Weird uh, doorbell. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. Makes the boaters up. <laughs> yeah, <why? laughs> 
It's the, I was like when it I looked at the sound at all. Well, when I went to buy the house, you know, I, I hit the door. I, I hit the doorbell. It made the sound. I sold. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> I will give you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give you a hundred thousand dollars over list. Name your price. <laughs> That's right. Really, you sir are in the driver's seat. I will take this house <laughs> right now. Uh, all right. Well, it's an exciting time here at the Brewing Network because it's our. Brewing Network Awards show. We always give the awards away uh, in in the in the following year, 2015, for example, for the year 2014. It's our ninth annual Brewing Network Awards. There's been a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Oh, there's been a lot of heartbreak as we read the nominees, uh, those who mm-hmm. haven't quite won. But there's also <laughs> been a lot of sort of celebrating, kind of, sort of, a little. I always remember know. laughing a lot at this show. I always laugh. Half a break. Laughing it's fun at, to be here. Laughing at the show I or a lot of with fun. the show. Right. I agree. All right, real quick before we dive into our awards, oh. our good friend Nico from Nico Brew is on the line, and he has a little oh. announcement for us to kick off the awards for us. Nico, what's happening, man? How's it going, fellas? It's going quite well. Tell us what's going on in Nico Brew world. Yeah, is this we're the first oh. ones to hear about this? No, right? You absolutely are. Unless you are the four or five people that listen to Doctor Homebrew live, in uh, which case you I are. I saw it on the say. internet. What are you talking about? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I am opening up a production brewery with yeah. a tasting room here in Redmond, Oregon, right by Bend. Wow! Yeah, nice. Congratulations, Nico. What is the brewery called? And I'm going to warn you right now that I hope it's not a stupid name. Um, I didn't really want to get sued, so I'm just calling it IPA. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I hope yeah. you chose your typeface wisely. Yeah, yeah. With periods in between. Yep, yep. Yeah. I, it's, I, you have period. to say it correctly. dot. Yep. That'll work fine. No, work. actually, um, as soon as John at Beer Law Center uh, lets me know that it's all right to announce... I will be announcing the name and uh, showing off our logo. How many barrel brew house are we talking here, Nico? Uh, we're going to be starting with the ten barrel brew house. Wow! And it's a really, really nice, well built one. So for production, we could actually run that a few times a day. Are you going to be the brewer of this new brew company? That's a great question, Justin. I'm glad you asked. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. Oh, okay. you're a smart man. So, you are a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm you're not a bad brewer. That. Not that you're a bad brewer. No, but... It's just that you have a business to run. It, well, and now two. Yeah, absolutely. Really. Yeah. yeah, two businesses to run, because Nico Brew Hops is not going away oh, whatsoever. Good. So good. definitely be full force. I want to make sure people know that. And uh, Justin, you'll still be getting checks from me for that. Oh, thank God, yeah. because, oh. listen, it's getting right. slim around here, <laughs> right. Nico. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hope this announcement doesn't include a Dear John letter from Nico. <laughs> I definitely just wiped my brow. Well, so now is that uh, so, mean that there's two more or another ad campaign you're going to have to uh, buy? Through yeah, the you're network? doubling up, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely going to do that. Um, so Christmas came around. So I just got you I'm another not Christmas. Be the okay, yeah. I am definitely hiring for our brewing and sales staff right now. Oh, listen up, everybody. Yeah. So, uh, so there's anybody out there with a professional brewing or beer sales experience who's looking to uh, live in or already lives in the Central Oregon area. Okay. Uh, please shoot your cover letter and resume to resumes at com. There we go. Resumes at com. Your dream job could await. In Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> or at least a job. Yeah, a job. Yeah, we'll or, see. <laughs> yeah. Or, or a job with Nico uh, could wait, await you. 
<laughs> All right, brother. Well, congratulations. I think this is awesome, and uh, you must be excited. I'm I'm incredibly thrilled. I'm so excited. I, I can hardly sleep. I'm uh, looking forward to it. And you guys met Derek at NHC this uh, last year, and he brewed a lot of the beers that we had on tap. I know, uh, Tasty, he brewed your Janet's Brown that you like. Yeah, he did a great job. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Was he uh, handsome? That was... <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was the best-looking male at NHC. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Everybody looks good next to you. <laughs> well, Are you talking to Nico or me? Uh, I think you're right either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much right either way. So Derek is still going to be in Boise. Um, he's doing hop sales and doing business business sales for us. He's a fantastic brewer. Oh. So he's heading up our research and development over there. So he's uh, brewing up pilot batches right now. Wonderful. And he's going to have a large hand in uh, setting up our recipes and get but, us going. But Nico Brew will remain alive and well, and we can still buy our hops from Nico Brew. Absolutely. Wonderful. All right, brother. Well, we wish you luck. And yeah. um, when do you anticipate you're going to be up and running here? I'm just going to go ahead and say this year. All right. So multiply that by two. Exactly. <laughs> We're working this, out a couple year. locations. We're hammering out. You guys know how it goes. But we'll definitely uh, keep folks posted. And I uh, just really want to say I also appreciate the Brewing Network and everyone who's Especially, you know, giving us support about hops from us over the years because that's helped us grow our business to the point where we are able to successfully open a uh, another one that we're really excited for. So thank you very much to the BN Army and uh, the crew there, too. Well, you are very welcome, and I think you say it right when you say the BN Army because those are the folks that keep us alive and, and have helped you grow. And thanks for all your responses to Nico and, and our other great sponsors, too, because, wow, look at what's happening now. This is pretty, this is pretty awesome. Congrats, man. Thanks, man. Cheers. Have a great show. All right, Nico. Cheers, brother. There you go. The great uh, Nico Brew. Yeah. Now, uh, up. now our sponsors are going professional. Yeah. Yeah, man. Which I, uh, which I like to see. Uh, do I have to? No, Bevo's on the phone there. Should we get started? Brewing Network Awards? Are yes. we ready to go? Is, is yeah. Woo! All right. There. Everybody sit down. Let's have a little fun tonight. At right some now? Point. Well, you know, at one point. Right. All right. Now. Eventually. <laughs> Pest those drugs. Whenever you're ready. <laughs> and are we ready? Let's have a little fun, shall we? <laughs> Just oh, trying, to, wow. trying to help you out here. The spirit of JP lives with us. This is amazing. Yeah. You're doing great, everybody. <laughs> I have tested and, and retested and... I even tested again. You actually practiced mm. this whole system today. One more time. I just want to say that I really like Martin Luther King Day. Yeah, Martin Luther oh. King. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ninth annual Brewing Network Awards. Tonight's broadcast is live from the Hop Grenade Tap Room and Bottle Shop. Open 11:30 a.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday through Wednesday. 11:30 a.m. to midnight Thursday through Sunday. In beautiful Concord, California. Tonight's telecast starring Nicole Ernie, Nathan Smith, and a hot mess of people with just one name, Beardy, Doc, Tasty, and the hottest mess of all, Bevo, with your host, Justin Crosley, and produced by Scott the Jew. Now please welcome Justin Crosley. Oh, I'm already tearful about the, the anticipation, the the full live studio audience just waiting for the awards to be doled out to their favorite characters on the Brewing Network. 
It's amazing. The energy is really high yeah. tonight. Great. Right. Uh, Black tie Yay. optional. Yeah. Uh, Nicole did uh, red carpet interviews earlier in the day. You can find those on our YouTube page. Uh, she did. Uh, did you see those nutters on those society boys? <laughs> Who makes them? That's all I have to know. Wow. Uh, that's right. It's the <laughs> Brewing Network Awards. There's nothing like them. Thank God. <laughs> all right. Nor should there be. Now, you're going to see some old friends here on the Brewing Network Awards and maybe some new friends, uh, some new categories. Oh. And we've also adjusted some categories, Tasty. Oh, uh, good. Well, as we grow, things, you gotta make things, better as things you move don't along. fit uh, all the time. So sure. we had to do a few uh, new things. Well, our first award of the night, we're going to dive right into the good stuff. This is an award that has morphed over the years. It used to be the uh, asshat of the year. And then it was the, like, ass clown, and then it was the pimp, and they were all different awards. And now we put them all together. Now you're the ass hat pimp clown guy. Just the ass man? Which, if you'll remember, (laughs) means uh, a lot of things. It actually just means you're the ass man. The ass man, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Beardy. Uh, Our first award of the night, the Pantless Ass Hat Pimp of the Year Award. The next award goes to the dedicated listener who might be a real person who lives on the internet or might be a real person who lives in the real world and who contributes all year long. Here are the nominees for the pantless asshat pimp of the year. That's right. So as years have gone by and technology has caught up with us, it used to be that the people that promoted us the most and really had the spirit of the Brewing Network, they wore nutters to events, for example. They told all their friends about the BN. They really embodied what we are here at the BN Army. Uh, Well, they used to be callers, and they'd come into the studio, and they were characters. As technology has progressed, people just stay home now, and they don't talk to anybody anymore. Well, it's better if they're not wearing pants that they just stay home. Yeah. Well, we always thought otherwise, but maybe you're right now, and people are growing up. Progressing. Where everyone's progressing. So some of these folks that we've uh, put in the category live only on the Internet, and others we know that are real people. I suppose it's possible that they're all real people. We've just never met them (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, I think there's something out there. Your first nominee for the Pantless Asshat Pimp of the Year is Stephen Mayo. That's right, yeah. Now, Stephen was nominated for his online presence, always promoting us on uh, the forums and and the face place and the tweet book, all those things. He does it all. BN Darkside. Yeah, there you go. Our second nominee, you know him as the guy behind... (coughs) Weird things that happen at Society Brewing Company. Mr. Mike Sardina. All right. right. Yeah. Mike. Now, you'll notice if you're a follower of of, uh, Society Brewing Company that uh, Mike's in charge of their, I think, social media accounts. And boy, do they, boy, are they brothers. They promote us all the time and and really get the word out. And uh, and I know he's a big fan. He, Actually, the man drives beer himself to the hop grenade so that we can yep. pour society beer here. He's really dedicated. And as long as they get, I think it's seats. I think it's society. Yeah. As long as they get beer of the year again, they'll be brothers through 2015. Also. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, our next nominee. I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> We've never gotten it right anyway. Uh, so we'd say a different. Dave Marley-Avey. Dave Marley. Oh. Dave Marley-Uvidi. Flat-tail. From Flattail Brewing Company. 
Malayavi. Yeah. Uh, he's that's right. Uh, Dave is uh, also a great friend of the show. Always promoting the BN. Uh, one of the first Oregon breweries to come to the Winter Brews Festival. They did their official California launch of beer here at the Hop Grenade. And uh, just another guy who spreads the love that is the BN. <laughs> yeah, is he going to be here next weekend? Uh, I believe he will for the Winterfest. Awesome. Yeah. Last Winterfest, you might recall, he went to Winterfest, poured flat tail beer, had a few himself. And then walked two blocks away and got a hop grenade tattoo mm. to his arm. All right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm certain he was sober when he made that yeah. decision. Of course, definitely. Not know this. They wouldn't tattoo him otherwise. Right. Dave Marley Wabi as <laughs> that nominee. All right. Uh, and finally, um, Songful Chris, Chris Rogers, uh, as his name, Songful Chris, in the forums and the tweet things, and another guy who's always uh, promoting our events. And things like that. It is for our pantless asshat pimp of the year award. Drumroll, please, Moscow for the winner. Mike Sardina from Society Brewing Company. That's right. Listen, this guy. Well deserved. I mean, for one, he never shuts up, but two, he never shuts up about the Brewing Network, which is very nice, and we love him for it. Always spreading the word, and and what a nice organization to be. Uh, together with the society people, and so. he, he does stuff like uh, he sends stuff on like uh, society letterhead via oh U.S. mail. Oh, I believe he partially grenade. sued us one time <laughs> via oh, that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he sent a dear sir letter. Yes, uh, although the week before he had sent me my own nutters that had been embroidered with uh, society or something across the rear end. Uh, <laughs> it's a verse, he's a rangy guy, and we're going to yeah. see those on Saturday. Right? Yes, I'll yeah. be I'll okay. be wearing them. Yeah. Um, all day. Seventy degrees. <laughs> yeah. Mike is one of the most organized people I've ever met. Is we, he? We ran into him on on the plane on the way to NHC, and he had like a uh, you know one of those like Manila envelopes with all of his like travel documents. Like, oh very wow! Neatly. I was very impressed. He made me feel like a hot mess, basically. Well, you know, he did live <laughs> in the legal world before uh, coming to society, so maybe he got a, a little. Or you could tell because he he comes in and he's very laid back. Um, He's the most laid-back, uptight person I've ever met. It's maybe a better description. Because he comes in, he's like, oh, hey, what's happened? But you can also tell... Uh, if you have a list of things for me, I would like to read it, and I would like to know where I'm supposed to be in a little while, and then maybe yeah. what you'd like me to yeah. do next as well. Uh, you, can just, you get the vibe uh, from Mike. He's a good guy. We love him. Your pantless asshat pip of the year, ladies and gentlemen. One more round of applause. Congratulations. Is he coming up next week also? Yeah, he'll be here. Great. He's partying. Uh, they're going to do oh, Winterfest yeah. and then stay. So nice. there's pro- maybe there should be a party somewhere on Sunday because these guys yeah. are coming in for the for the fest on Saturday. Sunday's a little break, and then we're doing the show with them on Monday. Moscow's so. probably a lot of party. Beer. I, got a, I yeah. got a pretty deep beer cellar full of right. stuff. That <laughs> yeah. to me. You got some amazing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I have half of all the beer we've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah, you probably have some of your beer, Beardy, and that he just took from your house. Right. I, still, Maybe. I still have a bottle of uh, Beardy's uh, cider. Oh yeah, those little tiny bottles that we were trying a couple years ago still from the show. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I brought that. What? Where was the tax from that? <laughs> all right. Usually I wait till deeper in the awards for this, but I feel like we should get the sadness over with. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to go deep. Are you going to the soldier on this one or what? I think O'Reilly's the best. Yeah. Nothing stirs our pain like the memory of a fallen comrade. The sight of an empty post. The dark shadow next to a brew kettle where a soldier used to stand. Um, if... We can even remember their names. 
Ladies and gentlemen, here are the ninth annual Brewing Network Fallen Soldier nominees. Aren't you sad already? Yeah. Yeah. Can't take it. In the past, this has been... It started out as characters who used to be on the yeah, show but stopped showing up. Or on the forum or something. Mm-hmm. But then, since we've been around for a little while, it ended up being people that actually died. Right. Actual for, there was like a moment of actual yeah. fall, yeah. which was really a, a fucking bummer. Yeah, we're right. trying to have some fun in here at the awards and some shithead has to die. Yeah. I think they were young people, too, which made it even worse. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are any actual dead people in this year's nominees for Fallen Soldier. The first one, last year's winner, Andy Wood. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Mr. Wood. Now, Andy Wood won uh, Fallen Soldier last year, but in his acceptance speech, vowed to make 2014 different. Yep. Have yeah. we heard from Andy Wood, Moscow? Nope. No. One time. He played a game. On the Christmas show. He Very played a, Oh, he played one game yeah. just for the free prize, probably. Definitely. Right. Used to call him weekly. You didn't yeah. give him a prize. He w- <laughs> good. F him. He doesn't right. deserve yeah. it. He would sing us songs. He would do impersonations. He got a yeah. real job. He vowed oh. to be back. Yeah, he got a job yeah. as a school principal. Yeah, it's yeah. always what happens. Now, what we should do is get, make a highlight CD. Yeah, uh, print uh, one thousand copies. Okay. Uh, put a ten dollar price tag on him and offer him to buy them all. Oh, or... Or just to sell them at the school. Good call, Tasty. <laughs> then Either maybe we'll get our Andy back. Yes. Yeah. I like this idea. Blackmail. Yeah. It works every time. Oh, and he's got oh. some highlights. Oh, oh my God. Dear. Every yeah. time, all the time. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. All right, good call. All right. Your second nominee for Fallen Soldier. Shat the producer. <laughs> Where the hell has Chad been? Lots of that. Overson Old Ridge. Having babies and open businesses. <laughs> whatever. I mean, Excuse talk him. about ungrateful. Here's a guy that we he was nothing before the brewing <laughs> network. He was a He, he was the middle roommate in the other room. Yeah, right. yeah he was a shitty roommate in a shitty house selling yeah. medical supplies. Yeah. We yeah. made him. What's he yeah. now? He owns a bar in Walnut Creek. Yeah. He's a, a brewer. He has a kid. He has a kid and a, from an oh. actual wife who's not a robot. Yes. Or crazy. Uh, or crazy. Or crazy. <laughs> he didn't even marry a crazy bitch, which we all still, knew. Yeah. He would still be at the Rat Pad she trying to brew Pliny over right? and over yeah. again. Yes! Yeah. And this guy, he can't even show up at a show. He can't yeah. come no. by and say yeah. hello. He hasn't said right. word one in 2014. Uh, whatever. Maybe, maybe he's, he's dead. Did anyone check? Well, he's dead to me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> he's a fallen soldier. <laughs> Might as well be. So Chad is your second nominee. Aww. Your third serious nominees. nominee yeah. for Fallen Soldier. Nathan Smith. <laughs> That's right. When, aside from tonight, when's the last time you see wow. Nathan in this studio? Where did he go, anyway? Real talk right now. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, sure, uh, I'll join the session. I like, He shows up for, what, six months and then pff, nothing. Yeah. I think it was something well, about that affair with Bevo. Just and it screwed it all up. <laughs> and then he comes in late when he shows up. Yeah, he, sh- he shows up late or he doesn't show yeah. up at all. Oh, I'm engaged now. I don't even, Nicole won't let me. I don't even know what the story is. Yeah. Next uh, thing he's going to have a kid and open up a bar uh, called Sonol Ridge. And we'll never yeah. hear from him again. Yeah, he's going to open up Sonol Mesa right next to Sonol. We will never see him again. We yeah. made you, Nate. We yeah. made Nathan was nothing <laughs> He'll cut his hair. We won't even recognize him. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's true. I, I ride Bart, and people are like, you're that guy from the Brewing Network, right? And I'm like, no, 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 that's some other guy. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, yeah. People make that mistake all the time. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't say, you're that guy who used to be from the Brewing Network. <laughs> you used to be on that show. Yeah. Now Beardy is there. You yeah. just left, walked yeah. away, <laughs> whatever. Remember that time you were on that show? <laughs> all right, your next nominee for Fallen Soldier. Who ate all the pies? Who? What happened to pies? that drunken Australian idiot? Yeah. We oh, he used to call and scream, and the only person who screams louder than me is who ate all the pies. Well, you you went and visited him though. I Josh visited, pies. but that was after I we hadn't talked to him in a year before that. <laughs> Yeah, see? Yeah. And he was doing that shit when we saw he him was. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he's the same old pies. Yeah. He's just not calling into us. Exactly. Maybe he can't afford the long distance. It's a sad, sad day when there's no pies. Hey, I'm Josh Pies. I got lots of energy. We're going to talk a lot. Really yeah. yeah. So there you go. Where'd he go? Oh. A lot of nominees this year. This year. Your fifth and there's final more. nominee. Uh, yes, B.O., did you have something to add? The chat said too many pies. Diabetes. Uh, Maybe he's dead. He was alive not too long ago. We we did see him in the flesh. He's got the sugar. There's a lot of flesh. I'll tell you right now. We saw him. (laughs) We saw all of it. Uh, (laughs) All right. He might have the sugar. Your final nominee for Fallen Soldier. Tasty McDole. Tasty? What? Yeah. What? Wow. Oh, yeah. Here's wow. the, here's huh. the twist. Oh, They're like, twist. Tasty McDole. Here's what happens. Tasty, <laughs> now, as always. Did he, he die over in the corner? No, Tasty shows up really every will. single week. He never misses a show. He's always here. He's always at events. Yeah. He doesn't talk anymore. He doesn't say yeah. anything. Well, <laughs> before tonight, when's the last time you heard Tasty mutter one word when on I, the session? When I dropped in a Tasty <laughs> right. clip. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Tasty, you, you were... you. You vanished from the show. You, really? Now you're you do, huh? Well, you're tweeting. All, yeah. I don't know what's <laughs> happening over there. You're, you're flirting with everybody. Uh, uh, you have no time even when you're on the show. Well, it's a crowded room here, you know. I like. Yeah. To, you know, I don't want to jump in there. You know, well, I think me. you should jump back in. Right. You know, Whatever floats your boat, Tasty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I put you back. Uh, why was I saying that to myself? On this year's. Uh, <laughs> all right. The winner. No, I want to win. Of the Fallen Soldier 2014. Nathan Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we miss you, Nate. We miss you. I win. Tell your boss he sucks or whatever's happening that keeps you at work all the time. Uh, Yeah, okay, cool. Is this the first award? (laughs) Is this the first award you've ever won? I do. I feel like a winner now. You guys are really helping. Yeah. Well, um, all those team sports I was very terrible at, now I just, it's all redeemed. I'll you tell know, you what, I'm I'm back. I'm yeah. proud of you. <laughs> Once you start showing up again, I don't have to. It'll be nice. <laughs> well, no, I like your presence here, Beardy. We miss your beard. I wouldn't be able to caress it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the reverse of you, remember? Yeah. Uh, would you, yeah. Anything in your acceptance speech, Nathan? I'd like to thank, you know, my mom and God and, yeah. you know, all the things oh, yeah. in the world and all the molecules in the universe are <laughs> Good helping idea. make yeah. all this happen mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well done. Congratulations. All right. This is a new award. For the Brewing Network. We all stand up for another beer. But the following nominees have remained standing in the face of terror, in the face of humiliation, in the face of overwhelming odds. It's with great pride we announce... The nominees for the Overcoming 
Adversity Award. That's right. The Overcoming Adversity Award. It's a very liberal award. Because, uh, well, we're just proud of people who overcome adversity. Only liberals can overcome adversity? I think so. Oh, Only okay. liberals appreciate it. Oh, okay. Everyone else is like, yeah, whatever. He just did something. <laughs> he did his job. Yeah. yeah. I that guy if I wanted right. Yeah, like, I don't know. He, what, he got out of bed. What you, the fuck? You right. call that adversity? <laughs> right. Unless you're using overcoming adversity to, like, compare everyone else to. That's definitely a conservative thing. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> well, Oprah did it. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with yeah. you? The nominees what? for Overcoming Adversity Award are... Our old friend Schumann and the unborn baby twins. That's right. <laughs> Is it his, his yeah. wife? Well, it's fucking Schumann. How does Schumann get married? Right. At first period. Uh, right. We could stop In there. In general. Like, right. who accepts Schumann? He won Schumann. it already. So that's a lot of adversity to overcome. He's yeah. a douchebag. And then knocks the poor girl up with twins. Well, and they're going to have to overcome the adversity that he's Schumann. She is growing two Schumanns right. yeah. at well, once. We're assuming. You're what are you, Schumann? It's my luck. I have the word <laughs> luck. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's, you married a doctor, asshole. Yeah. Your second nominee. Well, an animal doctor. For, right. <laughs> Good point. Hey, right, if yeah. Martin Luther King's a doctor, then so's Nikki. <laughs> right. The King. Wow. Overcoming Adversity Award, nominee number two. Bevo being married to Sam all these years. And she's still a functioning adult. She has a full-time job or two. Um, yeah. She's doing better than ever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like she's overcome a lot of adversity. Your third nominee. Beardy. Oh, the man can't see past his nose. A lot of adversity. His whole life, right? You were born yeah. this kind I of an idiot. I was born worse. Worse even. Yeah. And I, I now got better. You are a brewer. You haven't fallen into the kettle. He drove here. Well, you drive things. There was Not that time. recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You haven't gotten your beard stuck in the bottling line. Yeah. Yep. A lot. Well, yeah. I mean, there was that case that had to come back. A lot of adversity. Right, also, he he found a good-looking wife, even though it was just fifty-fifty. That's a lot no of it. Idea. Candy's very cute. That's oh, a lot is? of adversity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't even know. Be happy to know. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Thanks, guys. Yeah. Actually, she's a total mess. We just didn't oh. want to tell you. Oh, um, oh man. Yeah, picture tasty, man. but with your beard and Nate's hair. <laughs> That's what candy actually yes. looks oh, like. Man. Yeah. It's, well, it's I went from a, a really good high like to just right. oh, the lowest no. of lows. But you know what? Great smile. She's got a great oh. smile and yeah. personality. Okay. It's, oh. it's kind of a waste of a cute chick if you think about it. Because <laughs> he could have married anybody. It's not, he doesn't know. Because <laughs> yes, cute no. chicks it are is a waste of, yeah, They're objects. That's, that's how right. they feel. Yeah. Yeah. Pieces of meat. <laughs> I wonder what the, if they went up on the stock market today or not. <laughs> well, they, they are now. Right now during the show, yeah. it's, their stock is <laughs> rising. Sell, sell. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. go buy. Price ah, per bushel. Buy. Buy. Or sell. Oh. We don't care. Yeah. We're men. Yeah. I'm not buy. All right. And then, you know, just for good measure, uh, the other nominee is JP for surviving cancer or whatever. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, he didn't really do much. The doctor took it out of him. The Overcoming yeah. Adversity Award goes to... Bebo! Married to the douchiest person yeah. you all will ever know, yeah. Sam. Still married. A lot of adversity. She seems to be doing well. Amazing. Cute baby. Um... She has hair. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. She wishes she, she had my adversity. 
<laughs> I would help her with her life. But she, she, she'd have an excuse. I right. wish I could grow your beard. <laughs> All Actually, right. You can do it. That's the first ever Overcoming Adversity Award, Bevo. You I'm, are th- I'm very honored and a yeah. little bit sad when I Josh. look back at my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best acceptance speech we've ever had here on the Brewing Network. All right. Another new award, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes they're creepy. Sometimes they're legit. But mostly just creepy. Still, you support us, and for that, we thank you. Even though you never cease to amaze us. It's not like we're peeking over your shoulder, but here's the Amazon product of the year. That's right. You know that uh, we do an Amazon product of the week every week, and we often have a pretty damn good time doing it. So we thought there's got to be a list of, of our favorite Amazon products of the week. I went with my favorite one. I just picked my, our product of the year. Uh, so there's no nominees. There's nope, just, just one product. There's one that, oh. one that jumped out. It was That's the clear winner, list. and I went with it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, your Amazon product of the year. All right, Amazon. You can support us through Amazon by clicking the Amazon link on our homepage. All the shopping that you do gives us a little piece of the action. Do we have an Amazon product of the week? Do we have an Amazon product of the week? We have a product of the week over there. Yes, we do. I want to uh, give this guy a shot. I'm assuming it's a guy who got a uh, Back Industries hard-folding truck bed cover and sliding rack system. Sexist. And he paid $1,539 for it. And we got $123, which I think is the single biggest payout we've got to date. Yes, I just went, I I ran the year report, and I went with the product. You know what? Because when it comes down to it. You are such a dickhead. This product, the the whole program is (laughs) about supporting the Brewing Network. That's why the folks click through and and buy their products. And so why not reward the guy who gave us the single biggest payout of 2014? I'll give it, yeah. $123. Congratulations. We don't know his name. Of course, it's all anonymous. However, I must point out, in the meeting... We were like this. We were like, we've riffed on some good, creepy products. Oh, yeah. So why don't we do a bunch of audio yeah. of all of our creepy products? And Scott's like, yep, absolutely. <laughs> and true to form, like every goddamn time I assign something, he goes off, he doesn't listen to a word I say, and comes back, he's like, I'm just going to go with the one who paid me it, the because most. Because it was, it was way too much. I, 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 there's no way to condense it down to 40 seconds, 60 seconds. There was just way In too much. In the 30 riffing. minutes you spent editing audio, you're like, well, <laughs> you fuck it, I'm out. You know how much time I spent <laughs> editing audio, please. Anyway, whoever bought that you're the man and everyone who uses that link it does a world of good please keep it up you guys are awesome that it does thank you so much our amazon product well-deserved victory there i do want to point out too that category i like that category uh right after i uh had mentioned that tasty said oh wait a minute i bought like a two thousand dollar 65 inch flat screen (laughs) oh shit what is that about should have given it to tasty well but the thing is is we got as much uh, yeah, not as much money. Exactly. It's a lower percentage on electronics. So the single biggest oh, payout stupid. of the year, 123 bucks. Wow. Okay. Next year, we need to get the Adam and Eve product of the year. Yeah. Oh. True that. I'm gonna, I am going to get a list. Can you imagine <laughs> no. what that oh. list must look like? Oh, you're going to need a shower after you read that list. <laughs> Give me a whole lot of, lot of flesh. Well, you know what I saw today? I don't know month. where I saw it on Facebook or something, but uh, a flesh foot. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it, it was so gross. Like, so it's for people with a foot fetish, right? <laughs> just so one. Here's what it is. It would look like a severed foot, like severed just above the ankle. But mm-hmm. you know, like there's props and stuff like that. Like normally it would be then like bloody where it got severed. No, right there it was a vagina. Oh. 
<laughs> in the what? where it would Do normally be severed in the shin, and, and you, I mean, there was no mistaking it was yeah. a, a vajun. Uh, <laughs> oh it, it was a foot fetish. It was a flesh foot, Nicole. That, that's not where it normally is. <laughs> and it, would, it was capable of receiving a, wow. you know, a, a cylindrical object? Uh, it, it appeared so, yeah. That yeah. is... Just the foulest thing I've ever heard. So could you pick the toenails? Well, you know, for all you foot fetish grave robbers out there, it's cool. Barf in my mouth. Could you paint the toenails in any way you want? Oh, yeah, you can. So is it just getting to look at the foot while... Yeah, I don't don't understand You can caress it, too. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You can do this little piece. Whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever well, so you want, Beardy. Like it's the foreplay yeah. thing. It's an huh. endless possibilities. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This mean. little piggy head roast beef. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was foul. Sorry. Good job. Yeah. You found that line we were talking about earlier, Bebo. Yeah. Uh, well done. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> All right, one of my favorite categories every year is the Brewing Network Song of the Year. Oh, Uh, I mean, this one is a true show of the creativity of our audience, which has waned in recent years. (laughs) Yeah, did we have any new songs last year even? We did. Oh. Let's get to Song of the Year, shall we? The dictionary defines music as an art of sound in time that expresses ideas and emotions in significant forms through the elements of rhythm, melody, harmony, and color. What do you mean color? It's fucking sound. Whatever. Here are your nominees for the ninth annual Brewing Network Song of the Year. Yeah. This one gets me excited. No, I mean literally. Oh. No. Like yeah. a foot L- flashlight? Like excited? Under, under the desk excited? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like in my pants. That announcer guy is pretty serious. Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That You're announcer f- guy? Yes, he's, he's very serious. serious. Yeah, he's yeah. taking his job seriously right now. Yeah. Which is cool, I guess. Yeah. Your first nominee, Brandon... Zetties with this little gem about JP's cancer. Ditch? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. He took his thyroid out and he threw it in a ditch. You got a problem with that, Beardy? No, that's hardcore. Yeah, I Not agree. a problem Duh. with that symbol. It sounded like a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> the cats are sounding pretty good, though. Your second <laughs> nominee, Brandon Zetties. Oh. Uh, he wrote the theme song for the all-new uh, Brewcaster Challenge uh, in 2014. It goes a little something like this. It's a lot of chunk on that guitar, yeah. though. 
<laughs> business. A little palm muting going on. Yeah. Gallop. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we ought to cover yeah. this, Nate. I think so. <laughs> At the uh, Vienna Awards. Yes. I, I think it would be a Meta cover. <laughs> True. Yeah, we're covering the cover. Yeah. Look at this beard. I'd much branded. rather cover the cover. Beardy's headbanging and Nate's playing air guitar. <laughs> Let's get Brendan down for a PSA yeah. 10. And, Just to play? Uh, no, yeah, the uh, anniversary party. Cover Brendan, covering Europe. Yeah. He's a one-man band, though, I think. I wonder oh, if he can do it live. Like, what, does he filter now? Oh, we can help yeah, him. I don't know. He can pick it to do uh, That's yeah. true. We can play it. Oh, yeah. He just needs help. We have a little we'll help him. Maybe we ought to do that. We should do that. He shouldn't fly anymore, though, now that he played this song. <laughs> yeah. It's the final countdown. Right. Oh, is that put him on the watch list? Or what? There we go. Let's get to the chorus at least. This is the <laughs> yeah. Not bad, right? Awesome. Yeah. Very nice. All right, your third nominee for BN Song of the Year. Brandon Zeddy's. <laughs> huh. This was a Christmas song that he uh, uh, adapted for us. So bad. Wow. All right, you get the idea. I don't get the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Your fourth and final nominee. Brandon Zeddy's. Well, because we pretty much only had Brandon Zeddy's and then a few couple of two, three songs that we didn't really like. <laughs> no, no new Sugar Valley this year? I bro- Well, I we did, about. but the only good Sugar Valley... There were two good Sugar Valleys, and I didn't play either of them. Because they were too mean. One of them... Uh, two, three from Sugar Valley? One of, uh, they were both too mean. So I left them out. So instead, I feel like Wacka Wacka was good enough to do for another year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God. And it suits me just fine. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Oh, I'm not going to hurt. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Something about juices. I don't know. Uh, I forget what it was. I forget. I listen to this song eight times a day. It's it's pure gold. Usually while I'm... I don't know if it... I don't know what gets me going. I don't know if it's Sugar's voice or Bevo's image in my mind, but one of them really gets me going. Please stop talking. Where's that foot anyway? Wacka, wacka, wacka. No, I'm just old Sugar Valley Brewer. It doesn't even rhyme. Uh, Can you see him in his closet with a microphone and his guitar? Just sweating profusely. (laughs) Show me the closet that that guy would fit into. Wacka, wacka, wacka. Wacka, wacka, wacka. The winner of Song of the Year. Brandon Zeddy's for the Brewcaster Challenge. Yeah, how do you not like that? That's great shit. If only we actually finished the Brewcaster Challenge. (laughs) Yeah. Well, still the final countdown. (laughs) 
We're still counting down. <laughs> it was just, I mean, he had to multi-track that. It's just him. He had to like, yeah. play sure. the parts yeah. and stuff. Well, you know? exactly. And I'm glad, he, I'm glad he chose this instead of Cherokee by the same band. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, little known glam. That's a deep cut <laughs> from deep the Europe cut. track. No deep tracks on Europe. <laughs> Uh, we played this song at our wedding. This would have been a much better version. He what? We played this song at our wedding. This would have been a much better version. Oh, absolutely. Did Sam play it to you on his guitar? Definitely not. <laughs> However, that would have been amazing. You should have. It's the Brewcaster Challenge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> We had a little private jam here. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, leave us alone. (laughs) Don't judge. We're trying to party over here. (laughs) Those Uh, drugs are kicking in. (laughs) That's right. I think so. Not enough. Tell you that. All right, we're going to do one more award before the break. You might remember this. Uh, Tasty was our inaugural winner. It's time for the Dedication to Personal Success Award. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we recognize the person who, with a generous heart takes the selfless art of self-promotion seriously. It's the Brewing Network Dedication to Personal Success Award. That's right. There's only one nominee this year. Oh, it's got to be me. Uh, well, <laughs> Tasty, you've won it more than one year, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you almost won it for speaking what? in the third person tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's got to add to it. Just saying. Um, but this year, there was one clear uh, winner, only one Nominee, the winner of the shameless self-promotion, the dedication to personal success award, is the Hop Grenade Tap Room and Bottle Shop. Uh, All right. Can you guys believe that some joker named their LLC after us and is opening a bar in Concord? Wait, what? I mean, you've heard me talk about our logo being stolen. Somebody's posting an alcohol sign from the Hop Grenade LLC in Concord, California. The Brewing Network is opening a bar called the Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade Tap Room and Bottle Shop. Hop Grenade I already told you about. Looks like we're going to be open at the end of May. So, July. Actually, you can also buy Hop Grenade merch at the Hop Grenade store. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. (laughs) Every night is Grenade Night at the Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade Tap Room and Bottle Shop will be open. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. Now, Tasty, you were here for the soft opening. Yes, I came uh, twice. What an awesome place we've created. (laughs) The Hop Grenade Tap Room. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade. (laughs) Coming on into the Hop Grenade. The next 10 years. You think this bar's going to last that long? There you go. I mean, really. I think we're the only people that promoted themselves more than Tasty, ever. (laughs) Uh, We've surpassed even Tasty's (laughs) shameless self-promotion. It's so organic here. My my favorite part is the part where uh, Tasty came twice uh, to the soft opening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Came twice. Not bad, huh? Yeah. It's the only way it goes anyway. They're always soft. Every night is grenade night, so it was an explosion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Even at his age, he still has it. Well, hang tight. For what 2015 brings. Because who could promote more than uh, the Hop Grenade? That's, that's, that's a high bar. For soft opening. Yes, I came uh, twice. <laughs> it would be even better if he said, yeah, uh, Tasty came twice. <laughs> and then I had yeah. two beers. Yeah, in the third person. Yeah. Well, Whatever floats your boat, Tasty. Congratulations to Scott and I for shamelessly self-promoting the <laughs> Hop Grenade good. over and over and over. And then we just congratulated and now you, ourselves. Yeah, now you just give right. yourselves an award. Yeah. You're yeah, the we'll play that next year when we win it again. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs>
We've got a call from uh, Pies from Australia, hopefully oh. giving an acceptance speech. I didn't see any uh, oh, actually, no, he lost. He was he lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, Pies, what's up, buddy? Josh Pies. Hi, how are you going? I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. No, well, it's not really the problem. Here's the thing. I, I listen a fair bit. It's, it's not that I... Um, it's not that I don't listen at all. It's just that I can't listen live very often. I see, yeah. Um, but I, I am on the Twitter, and I've played the Twitter game about seven times, and um, I I always uh, send you guys feedback when shit's going down at the Brewing Network, so um, okay. I don't think that I've disappeared. I, I thought my nomination was unfounded. Oh, hmm. so are you pleading with the, uh, the Academy to take you off of the nominee list? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, upon hearing his arguments, they're compelling. He Pies well, does make a good point. The, the problem is that uh, his he did show up at our, our Australian uh, party and, of course, the conference. He also went out on a couple of nights with us drinking. Um, he I, does. I do now remember that he's been on several Twitters. I was just going to say, I recall him playing some Twitter games. Well, you know what, Pies? I, the Academy I stands actually, corrected. Yeah. I, call, I called in once and I won a T-shirt or something from a from one of the um, guests. Right. Well, now that's just a lie. We don't no. have any T-shirts that fit you. The premise is a lie. It wasn't even us. It was when we. I don't. I'm. I don't remember her name, but we had. What a, was it like? A quilt factory that uh, was the guest. We had that day? somebody come in and they said that they would take care of sending out uh, oh. our winners. Guests, right. our it was Alex. Award. Alex oh. Noel from Three Weavers. Thank you. Yes. Oh. Did you ever get that? Where's his? Sh- yeah. Did oh, she okay. send it to you? No. Oh. No, of course not. Well, thanks, Alex. Yeah, that's okay. But um, it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in other words, we're the assholes. Right. <laughs> I think it's the uh, well, Pies. The Academy has reviewed your case and uh, has decided. Well, his, his arguments are being made extremely coherently. He's at work Which again is, with this whole work thing. The yeah, the day. I'm so I get so. Well, no, 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 no. Must be present to deny nomination. I think he has to be in the room with us. Oh, that's a good point. Well, he's sort of a victim of our uh, moving the show from Sunday to Monday. I think he was able to. I see. You know, let it out there quite a bit when we had the Sunday show. Well, and he's he's calling in. Having a presence to defend his to defend his non presence. So, All right, we remove. Know. We hereby yeah. remove pies yeah. from the You're from the still list. Standing, right. pies. Still standing, yeah. standing soldier. We revoke that nomination. Good enough. You happy? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you seem you're enunciating really well tonight or today while you're, while you're at work. How's it going? Happy New Year. Uh, it's going well, and thank you, pies. Happy New Year to you, sir. I hope we see you soon. Sure. Cheers, brother. Go back. You hear from me. Go back to work. <laughs> All right. all right, who ate all the pies, ladies and gentlemen? Correcting us. There he was. Making us right. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's him. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, all the awards you've been waiting for, plus a couple of new ones, but Beer of the Year, Most Improved Brewcaster, Douche of the Year, Guest of the Year, all the good stuff when we come back. It's a short break. It's the session. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the Brewcasters. The Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris, and I approve this message. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contracts, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a home brew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber-special Secret Elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit. NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. This is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer. One that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there. But at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Brewcasters are back. It is a 401 beer. Whatever. Yeah, we're in the heat of the Brewing Network Awards. We've got a few to get to, including Beer of the Year and Guest of the Year and all of the good stuff. Should have given Doc Fallen Soldier. He's just yeah. hanging out in the bar now. He doesn't right. feel the need to yeah. show up at the sh- he, like he showed up at the show, but right. sitting outside the show. In the bathroom, he's like, so how's it going in there? It's like, <laughs> there's God. an empty seat. Yeah, I'll you tell you how see. it's going. Go in there, <laughs> right. asswipe. Yeah. You could find out. Is something right. good going on in the bathroom or what? <laughs> well, at the party in the bathroom. Right. Yeah. We're in the wrong room. I know. Right. 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 Yeah, he's the only one that's got it right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, he did stay in there after I left. It was weird. Meet like, me in, me in the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I can hear the toilet flush in here anyway. We might as well have built a studio in the bathroom. And then uh, this could be a bottle shop right, right. here. The, br- the breaks would be shorter. And the winner yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, there would be no breaks. <laughs> right. We'd just be like, are you going right now, Beardo? Beardo? Yep. Well, yeah, I'm sitting on it. Might as well be going. Right. All right. 
More awards. More. My favorite new award of this year is the... Is this one. Oh, fuck you. This is a great award. <laughs> yeah. I can say that a lot. It's always, like a dick. It's always been my favorite. <laughs> My favorite these new past nine years award. This is the favorite. The uh, let's try this. Sometimes they're creepy. Not that one. No, we did that one already. There's nothing like a great game, and these nominees are nothing like a great game. Sorry, Moscow. Here are the nominees for Worst Game of the Year. <laughs> That's right. Producer Scott is responsible for giving us our games that we play here. And in order to have a little fun with our guests and give away some prizes. And uh, he, you know, sometimes comes in a little uh, underprepared, shall we say. Or at least overhopeful at how the game <laughs> really is. Is, is probably going to go. And, uh, you know, we end up with some duds. So the nominee uh, for Worst Game of the Year are, first off, 20 Questions, which we did just recently. <laughs> I, want to, I blame that entirely on the contestants. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Because the game was fine, but they were, like, it was Quaalude Night on the phone. <laughs> right. And they yeah. were I love just not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, by the way, th- uh, coming soon to the Hop Grenade, Thursdays will be Quaalude Night. <laughs> and... Uh, Scott will be the ringleader. Don't right. even joke about that. <laughs> uh, so we did, yeah, we did 20. We tried 20 questions thinking, all right, we're going to pick a brewing process or a brewing ingredient or whatever, uh, and then let people ask, you know, t- the 20 yeah. questions to I, get yeah, there. It, it turned the in, first one was a flop. It yeah. turned into 20 of the same questions. <laughs> right, yeah. Which is the contestant's fault. Is it the mash gun? Is it metal? <laughs> wait, is it metal? Yeah. It's a, it's, a brewing, it's a brewing process. Wait, wait, wait. 13? So it's not Are metal. we playing the oh. number guessing game? Is yeah. And and just a little behind the scenes action. Scott, I think, had screwed up a game just previous to twenty questions. So when we were talking about it pre-show, I was like, Scott, I need you to test this game. I need you to go through it. I need you to do everything. And and I heard him doing it. I was out in the dining room here at the Grenade, fixing things, putting up speakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was working with the staff on this game, running everybody through it. And it did seem to work. Uh, I'm defending you at, at hair a hair here. Well, and, uh, it did, you were doing your due diligence. The staff was listening right. to me. <laughs> that means the staff is slightly more intelligent than our listeners. Than our listeners. Yeah. Which, you know, let's face it. Okay, uh, next time. <laughs> right. How about people at the big table over here? Right. Moscow sits at the head of the table and he just says, we're going to play a game. Yeah, no explanation. No, well, that's true because yeah. that's sort of how we do it on here. We're like, all right, ready? Yeah. Here we go. Yes. All right. So, right. twenty questions. Your first nominee for worst oh, game of twenty fourteen. No applause, please. <laughs> All right. Your second nomination, and now, and this is something that this is this is Brewing Network history here. Okay, because this was our very first game. And we, oh. And we play this game every time a certain guest comes on the air. But our last oh. game was such a disaster. <laughs> That Dan Gordon's last Beer Jeopardy game yeah. is your is your second nominee for worst game of of the year. Now again, in my defense, I, that w- I over prepared for that one because the questions were just too good or too hard, and I, nobody knew answer one. Yeah. I think mostly it was that there were also a couple, as happens, that were in dispute that, yeah, about yeah, what the answer yeah, might actually up, be. I screwed up where uh, uh, the alchemist was located. Okay. I, I picked another state that started with a V that wasn't where they were. Okay, and yeah. should have just done it all in German. 
<laughs> and then he would have been fine. Nine. But it was so, in Nine. fact maybe that was the one that I yelled at you about before twenty questions to get twenty questions right. Because, Most definitely. Because I just I left going. You know, Dan Gordon asks for one thing <laughs> when he appears, he likes to do and it. it's for a goddamn good beer Jeopardy game. Uh, His so. daughter was even on that game. Yes, she called. Yeah. Oh, that's right, she called, yeah. and she did was, great. Yeah. yeah, she did better than Dan, I think. In that. <laughs> uh, all right, those are your two nominees for the worst game of the year. I hope this category is alive for twenty years, Moscow. <laughs> you do, huh? <laughs> well, I guess I don't in the moment right. where I'm <laughs> hating you for inventing a stupid game or whatever it is. But uh, now that the awards come around, I kind of want to make fun of now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, the winner. Of the worst game of the year. 20 stupid questions. Oh, God. I want you guys to hear what this sounded like on the air. And I cut out some of the silences because they were so extended. There is one question remaining. And then you will all be forced to use your two guesses to guess what this brewing process is. Yeah. Uh, is it cold crashing? <laughs> That's good radio right there. No, it's not cold crashing. It's Guy, not. Charles. Uh, is it cold crashing? Uh, carbonation, but I think somebody said that. Uh, not packaging. Cold <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Fermentation? That was asked. Is it cold crashing? I just saw Moscow's skin crawl. Oh. Again. This is a drinking game. Yeah. I think maybe we ought to switch to drinking games for yeah. all uh, Brewing Network contests. Keep it really simple. Uh, Beardy did great at that. I love this. Is, this is him doing radio. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. Pay attention. It's the games will go better. Oh, power outage game over. On to the next segment. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Uh, well, you ask them to be drinking the whole show, and then you have them play 20 questions. Yeah. It's sort of our bad. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> cold crashing. Next, next contestant. <laughs> They're brain dead because uh, they've been listening to the BN for crashing. six hours already. <laughs> Justin, is it cold crashing? It's, that yeah. was asked also. All right. it's, like, it's like we were going to change our mind. All right, you know what? Fuck it. It's cold crashing. Yeah. All right? Yeah. You're right. We lied to you twice. It was. It's cold crashing. The answer was the third time cold crashing. Yeah, third time asked. you said cold. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you had to bust through the first thing and the second thing, and now, yeah, it's cold yeah. crashing. You know what? You're right. We were wrong. We had another thing in mind. Turns out we were wrong. It's cold crashing. We checked. Our judges checked. It's cold crashing. Uh, yep. All right. That's your winner for worst game of the year, ladies wanna, and gentlemen. I do want to point out that if we had a category for a best game, beer or not beer would be up there. Uh, so, you know, oh, they're, they're not yeah. all misses. Our, yeah, yeah. Well, this, I, I like what did our you Our bruise line isn't anyway. Someone's defensive. No, well, this yeah. gives you an no, out for any bad game that happens. You're like, well, you want a good contestant for uh, worst game of the year. Exa- uh, yeah. Yeah, look, we're going to keep the category alive. Right. Some have to suck. Yeah. Well, True. I think we should have best game of the year. Huh? Well, I, I think you guys make There's these a lot games. More nominations. Yeah, so but that's no fun. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear this kind of stuff in best game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you also don't hear me uh, silently dying inside <laughs> as the game has 
uh, screwed up the show. Why? Yeah. Uh, this is putting oh. me to sleep. Let me give you an example. Nathan, you know how when you've worked really hard on a, on a batch of beer and you, you did all your research and yep. put those ingredients together and you, and you spent the day and, you know, you're almost done with fermentation. You go take that sample and you taste it and it's totally fucked. Yeah, it's a and big you, and that, bomb or something. And it that feeling that you know everything is... Well, you know, remember like 10 years... I don't know when you go. Hey, you, ta- you taste uh, beer and you're like... Uh, and it's, it's totally just, fucked. You know that feeling inside? <laughs> Multiply that by a hundred, and that's how I feel every time we screw up a bit on this show. That's yep. the feeling I have inside. Mm. It's melting. That's Especially why when the show was good, and then you get in the middle of the game, and you're like, are we done? <laughs> are we out of here yet? Yeah. That's why your back hurts. That's why my back hurts. It is. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like a... It's the pressure of bad segments. That's why my back hurts. This sounds like an episode of ridiculousness. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, this award is not new, but sort of new and kind of new. Here's all, all oh, that. all of those at the same time. But not really. That was, oh, but not. That was clear. Oh, that was that's a great segue into a really great wow. radio now. Yeah. There you go. Well, so here's what happened. <laughs> we used to have Drunk of the Week. Oh, Which yeah. led to Drunk of the Year. Right. But we canceled Drunk of the Year in late 2013, so we didn't give Drunk of the Year in 2014. We gave Lifetime Achievement to the drunkiest drunk that we ever had on the show. Yes. Which, as you might remember, was Doc. (laughs) By the way, thanks for that. (laughs) Well, this year we didn't even have that because we didn't have any other nominees, really, because we didn't have drunk calls. So we thought then that we would give a Lifetime Achievement Award in general for some, like, great brewing stuff. But then that's not really us either, and we thought maybe we have to save that for our, like, 20th Brewing Network Awards when we can actually reward somebody for achieving something. Well, are they even really rewarded? Well, like what kind of rewards? reward is I mean, that? If you can't Beardy, I think just being nominated is a reward. Warren, I yeah. would. Shut Warren's up. Yeah. We're still going to yeah. sing the song. Hey, right? Warren, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Is this is this telling on my adversity uh, ballot for next year? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're I'm only right. here because you promised we would sing the song. Well, we don't have a drunk of the year or lifetime achievement. What we do have is this new variation of the same award. <laughs> Maybe. Shut up, Warren. (laughs) This award goes to the person who swings hard, hitting both ends of the scale, sometimes kicking ass beyond all belief, and sometimes flopping painfully. Nominees rejoice for the certificate of participation. Yes. You've kind of been good up until now, kind of. Thank you. Award. Suitable for framing. That's right. Yeah. The certificate of participation. You've kind of been good, kind of, sort of, until now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Award. And it says that all on the trophy. That's the whole thing. The nominees for the certificate of achievement. You've been kind of good, Kind of, sort of, up until now. Thank you, award R. John Palmer, ladies and gentlemen. Jean Palmer. John yes. Palmer. Well, and here's why Jean, Jean Palmer, Palmer has, has been nominated. Uh, for one, because he took that digger at BNA 9, our anniversary oh, party, oh, where, oh, he, yeah. where he slid on his face oh, yeah. across first base. Yeah. Amazing. But solid. 
He yeah. just did not let it go. Didn't let his beer go or anything else. Solid. True athlete. Also. <laughs> True athlete. In all seriousness, that man has been doing shows for us for years out of the kindness of his heart and because he loves our listeners. So you have a whole plethora of great brewing information on Brew Strong because of John Palmer. Uh, not to mention what he's done, of course, off the network, which is even Absolutely. more. But he's been so good to the BN that we wanted to give him the Certificate of Participation <laughs> uh, Award nomination. Yeah. Okay? What's the negative side? All right. Uh, the negative side was the face plan, I think. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> he did look a little douchey. <laughs> Your second nominee, or in this case, nominees, are Jade and Roberto uh, from HopTech Owner Supply. Yes. Certificate of Participation. Uh, they are wonderful sponsors. You'll often find one or both of them uh, drinking, both, both drinking them, quite both. a bit at our events. Uh, and you know, sometimes you you want to stay right there drinking with them, and, and other times you want to make a fast escape. But we always love them, and uh, they they're wonderful supporters of they're the very BN. Huggy. Absolutely. In fact, Roberto won Pimp of the Year last year because he had done so much uh, to to really promote the BN. He was always talking about. It. He's a good guy. Jade's a wonderful. Uh, uh, well, she's a wonderful badass bitch. Is like uh, that's how she likes to be. That's a good way to, yeah. uh, good way to, to. put it. Uh, and uh, so there, your second nominee for the certificate of participation. You've been kind of good up until now. Sort of thank you uh, <laughs> award. And finally, your third nominee. Once again, our very own Tasty is in the certificate oh. of uh, yes. That's yeah. right. In Tasty's that case, to win. it's for um, living this long. Because <laughs> oh, wow. as you know, we've been waiting for Piece of work. Yeah, I mean, right. a, few chances. Yeah. a couple of years about now. About we're, yeah, we've been right. thinking. Um, With, it's for drinking the way that you do over a long period of time, every single night of, <laughs> of the week. And I know you don't drink a lot, but just the sheer out every it's amazing. Um, uh, you just do it at home. And, uh, well, you really drink at home. Yeah, that might be the, that might be a. Good That's thing. why I'm never. No, out I see. Them. I think he's saying that I might drink even more, but I do it at home. Yeah. But you're yeah. out and about. He's out yeah, and about. Yeah, yeah. No, you can right. drink more at home. Spreading the word. Yeah, and then um, finally, it's the amount of both female acceptance and rejection all in one every night of the week. You know, just the oh, we love taste. Oh, I have to go. I'm young or whatever. <laughs> uh, all in one. Uh, it, it's all rolled up into one tasty. Oh, it's all about me and the undateable girl. Certificate of part. Participation for okay. Those are your nominees. The winner of the lifetime (laughs) achievement, (laughs) kind of good, sort of up until now. Thank you, award. John Palmer. All right. John Palmer. John Palmer. Greetings, greetings. Went just this last week over in uh, near where I live, down in the Los Angeles area. Normally gets its water from you know mountain aquifer there. They've been switching over to LAWDP water, <laughs> and because the local source uses chlorine, and then the LAWDWP uses chloramine, the water is turning yellow because the chloramines, the ammonia in the component is dissolving rust that's inside the iron pipes. They've been passive up to this point, you know, same Mm -hmm. water, same chemical Mm -hmm. composition. But now with this new change to a chloramine Mm. uh, residual, it's dissolving some of that, and people are saying, hey, you know, why is my water yellow all of a sudden? So uh, that's an issue that other breweries might experience, too. Right, right. It's a knowledgeable individual. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? I mean, I gave it to him for the face plant, but then there's that kind of information uh, week in and week out here. That was the first part of it. John Palmer. John Palmer. Yeah. 
Face plants. That was twice <laughs> as long as you wanted to listen to, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Uh, he deserves it. There you go. Your sort of kind of did good things award. Uh, all right. Thanks for the nomination. <laughs> wow. Can, uh, can the trophy topper be someone year. doing a face plant? <laughs> it's a guy. Yeah. Just skidding on his face. That was a really imp- impressive digger. Yeah, in person, it, it was should be all... like the legs curling up behind. <laughs> right. you know, the, uh, yeah, so his, his feet where you look like a scorpion. Set, all yeah, arms right. and legs and dirt. His, his heels are almost <laughs> touching the back of his head. Scorpion. It's called the scorpion. scorpion. It's called the scorpion. Palmer, you just totally fucking scorpion. Every vertebrae. Scorpion in the first base, man. Like, yeah, but I'm not out. Yeah. I was so impressed that he got up and walked after that. Like I was like, I thought he, we were gonna have to call an ambulance. So I apparently. His, his face is made out of plaster because even the next day, oh, not a month, wasn't even no, red. Really? His knee was oh. fucked up, though. Oh, his knee oh, was, was all scraped up. Yeah. His glasses looked okay. <laughs> yeah. Like he slid on his glasses. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, yeah. John Palmer. John Palmer. I made the mom face, like, covered my mouth. Like, I was scared for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh. All right. Here's one we don't oh. always get to do because we don't always have new shows. It's time for the Best New Host Award. Being the new guy is never fun. Unless you work for the Brewing Network, in which case it's blinding fucking torture. Here are the nominees for Best New Host. That's right. We've got uh, uh, at least one new show going on this year, um, which is The Sour Hour with Jay from the Rare Barrel, uh, along with Scott Moskowitz. They do that together. So one of your nominees tonight is Jay from the Rare Barrel. Yeah. Yeah. This is my uh, favorite new clip from Jay that I'll be using on the session. Hey, is Tasty still here? What? <laughs> yeah, Fallen Soldier nominee. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Now your other new host. You, this might confuse you a little bit because he's been around for a little while, but we didn't consider him a brewcaster. I think and a real like one of us until 2014. I still don't. Your uh, other new uh, nominee for best new host. Is Beardy, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Well, as Nathan stopped coming to shows, Beardy started stepping up. And and really, uh, sometimes I'm honest during the awards, um, actually started contributing some great things to the program, some good questions and some some very uh, nice attributes uh, for our new brewcaster, Beardy. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, now an official brewcaster. Uh, It wasn't so far from long blonde hair. That was a requirement. Yeah. Right. Mostly we wish that Candy would show up at the show more often. But uh, uh, other than that, I think you've done an, a decent sort of kind oh, of good well, job. Like, she goes to bed at like 7.30, so Which? she wouldn't be here for very long. Well, we start at 6, and really? so... Yeah, uh, <laughs> All right, so those are your uh, two nominees for Best New Host, Beardy and Jay. Oh, wow. And the winner, Best New Host of 2014... Jay yeah. from the Rare Barrel. You're such an asshole. Poor Beardies. Right here in front of me. Yeah. Sour Hour. So, how many is that yeah, now? You could win. <laughs> you like, ripped up. That's two awards that I didn't win tonight. That is well, awesome. You got nominated twice. <laughs> right. That time. The Sour Hour. First episode. This is uh, this is training camp here for me today. Never hosted anything Service? except for like maybe a couple of high school parties when my parents were out of town. But I do love <laughs> talking about sour beer, and that's what we're going to do. And one of the beers we made at the brewery was a beer called Hot and Roth Berliner Weiss. 
you know, this is 100% Brett fermented beer, but really the star of the show is lactobacillus. I love the fermentation characteristics. It was a primary fermentation with Brett and lacto. So I basically wanted to do that for the first beers at the Rare Barrel. So we did. Jay, killing it on the Sour Hour. Great info. Absolutely. Good job. I tried to, I thought we'd play a, a clip of Beardy being a good host too, but I couldn't find any. And so uh, we just. Right, that makes sense. That's why I lost. So we just, yeah. I mean, that's part, that was part of the thing. Right. We were like, well, shit, right. if we can't find one, maybe we're mistaken. Uh, however, the nomination <laughs> well, stands. I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. oh. You're definitely still nominated. Do you need me to call in so I can cancel um, my nomination? Yeah, like would, pies? You, would you go in the other room and call in <laughs> and. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay is on the phone to accept his award uh, from the Rare Barrel. Jay, congratulations. <laughs> Woo! Oh, thank you. Uh, live via yeah. satellite from so Berkeley. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Yeah, right. Oh, hey. right. Well, Jay, your, your show is wonderful. We're so happy to have you on board, and you've, uh, you beat out the incomparable Beardy for Best New Host. Yeah, jerk. Well, it's not too hard. At least I can, you know, see where the microphone is. <laughs> oh, that's my problem. Yeah, he didn't have to overcome uh, any adversity. Yeah. So, uh, but you're making this really awkward because I'm going to see Beardy on Friday. So, this is, yeah, this is going to be some fisticuffs. Yeah. Um, what what a gravity do you want that word to come in? At? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a in now the we're in trouble. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Shit just got real. Yeah. Uh, anything you'd like to say to your adoring fans, Jay? Uh, just all credit to my talented and beautiful co-host, Evo. <laughs> yeah. No, she's good. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. Where would we be without her? Uh, well, that's wonderful and very kind of you to uh, give props uh, where props are due. And, uh, Jay, we love having you, man. Thanks for doing the show. It's what we really wanted to say was thanks yeah. for doing the show with us. Thanks for having me, guys. And, uh, yeah, look forward to our next show on Thursday and seeing everyone out at uh, Winter Brews on Saturday. Hell yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Come in Thursday. We'll have some Rare Barrel on tap. You can watch Jay do his thing, and I recommend you do. He's really a, a great guy and a good host, and the beer's fantastic. And then, of course, uh, Winterfest will be pouring there as well. You and Alex are both coming to Winterfest to, to hang out with us, too? Yeah, we're uh, celebrating Alex's birthday, actually. So Beautiful. Oh. All right. Well, I expect to see you there, and we'll have a good time. Congratulations, Jay. Thanks, guys. See you later. Later, Jay. Cheers. Hey, is Tasty still here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your best new host. Um, can I just jump in for a second and say that during that, Scott got a text from John Palmer. I know that because his phone's in here. And it says, <laughs> thanks, guys. My son is laughing his ass off. <laughs> oh. oh. He's listening. Wonderful. See, everyone listens to the award show. Oh, yeah. They just oh, yeah. want to know if they won. More like we want to make sure we didn't get nominated for something <laughs> embarrassing. Now, this one I don't know if I even did last year, and I'll explain why in a minute. Turn around. Every now and it's then with great honor Definitely not right. that I now announce an award that I will never receive. An honorable award. Not for perfection, but for just getting a little bit better. It's the Brewing Network 9th Annual Most Improved Brewcaster Award. That's right! You might remember that I used to give this award out annually when we used to improve. (laughs) Remember that time? And in the last couple years, I've been struggling to... (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't know that many of us have gotten any better over the last couple yeah, of we've, years. We've jumped the shark for sure. It's uh, a solid uh, plateau that we've I mean, got. I think we're trying. We're leveling out a bit. Sort of, occasionally. It's, it's yeah. a relative thing. That, that happens. Very relative. I feel well, like I mean, we've... you know, we're holding our show in a bar now. Jesus. <laughs> how how much... low can we go? Yeah. I think the improvement was just putting us in a bar. We should give the hop grenade the most improved brewcaster <laughs> award. Um, so I had to dig deep for this one, um, but I did come up with two nominees uh, who I think really did uh, kind of improve. <laughs> I'm out in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I, I can, I'm going to go have a beer again. <laughs> There's only two nominees. Your first nominee, and it's a bit of a contradiction because he's a new brewcaster. For most improved brewcaster is Beardy, Beardy. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. oh hey, you draw him from another <laughs> yeah. right in front of his Well, face. when Beardy first came on the program, I, I think he it's hard that. to find your place and know when to ask well, you know, questions. Yeah, he's a little oh, yeah. JP. But in recent shows, I've, I've actually really relied on, on Beardy to ask some great questions and dive in there, and I think you've been doing so, and probably even with me oh. yelling at you to shut up, uh, that you, you're still getting questions in there. And and I've liked it, so I think you've okay. improved quite a bit, Beardy. That's three months. So that's your nominations first nomination. for the man called I'll keep Beardy. not listening to you then. Good, yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> that's your first nominee, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, most improved. All right, your second nominee for uh, most improved brewcaster is uh, Bevo, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, oh, yeah. Bevo. Yeah. Well, I I just dumped a glass of water on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that uh, should count. Now you removing uh, B- uh, Bevo's <laughs> nomination right. from... Uh, and by your computer, whose computer do you mean? Oh, I don't mean actually on the computer. Okay, and yeah. the, the good ones over here. <laughs> okay. You're fine. Okay. And somebody kill Bevo. Uh, no, I think that Bevo, you know, I, I used to have to yell at her every week for uh, her lack of phone answering skills even though she'd been doing it for a hundred years and uh at free but since we moved to the grenade and yeah. free and free you know what the weird thing is since we started paying bevo she's gotten really good at things that's weird uh, huh. i don't know how the one Wait, equates to the other money motivates people <laughs> what oh trust yeah. me it does wow <laughs> Employees. I mean, well, right. correlation without causation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, by the way, it doesn't work across the board. There's no way of knowing. Yeah. Uh, however, Bevo really has improved quite a bit. I love having her on the program, and, and I think she contributes very well, and, and she's become a, a heck of a broad... Well, almost a broadcaster. <laughs> she's, she's heck of a broad. She's a broad. You're a heck of a broad yeah. like and almost a, broad. a broadcaster. Broadcaster. Okay. And, 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 and the, the whole thing about all those new songs... Yeah, I mean, she's also a muse, if you will. Yeah. All right, so the winner of Most Improved Brewcaster is... Bevo! From almost unnominated to wow. a win. Oh, yes. Wow. Uh, Bevo wins. Uh, be, uh, uh, Beardy's like the new Nate Smith. He, you know, oh. in a lot of categories, but not a win. He's yeah. Like, um, you just got bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. take, take notes from what I just slack a lot, and yeah. then you'll win something. I'm going to stop showing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you'll win. Right. right. Then you'll, oh. you'll win something. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Nominated it's three times. It's one of those things that you win that make you feel like you lost. <laughs> <laughs> There are those categories. You can lose but win and feel great. It's, that's how life works. You yeah. Know? Winning is That's how the brewing network works. It's like, it's like overcoming a terrible disease. You won, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> and, and really, reality is 
in Martinez when the last place where you that mm-hmm. would have got you something. Right. In, but here in Concord or something. Or something. Not, not right. so much. No. Bevo, yeah. anything you'd like to say to your adoring fans for being the twenty fourteen most improved brewcaster? Well, I'm happy that I've improved. That yeah. does make me happy. Me too. I'm a little sad that it had to happen once you started paying me. I didn't realize I was that type of person. So basically, what could happen if you paid me more? Wow! Oh, imagine oh. that. Well, we'll see what 2020 brings <laughs> when you get a raise. She turned that around. We will see. I'm, I'm glad I talked more. She oh, we can expect away. some great call screening in 2025. Uh, we are we are paying her 70 cents on the dog, right? <laughs> right. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Right. Oh yeah. Well, you got to keep that glass ceiling nice and in place. Right. She does make 30 cents less than every other brewcaster. Right. Of course. <laughs> Oh, you, no, you can't do that. She'd be paying you. <laughs> I know that's not a fact. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats, Bevo, and thank you for your efforts. Next award? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're welcome. Actually, in that case, I just um, was letting the crickets go. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever liked dead air. Actually, yeah. it, was, it worked. I was like, yeah, this is nice. I noticed that. Sorry. <laughs> if you weren't like... Crawling in your own skin. <laughs> yeah, and you're still most improved <laughs> after that dead air and Pain water. Killers. All right, this one I think is always my favorite uh, award of the year. Here we go. You've been waiting for this. I know it. No one's perfect, but some of us never even come close. <laughs> for bringing it weak all year long, here are the douches for douche of the year. Yes. My favorite. I love calling people out and giving douche where douches do. <laughs> and that's what Douche of the Year is all about. The nominees for the 2014 Douche of the Year are our friend Schumann. <laughs> for somehow managing to have twins. And and then we're going to have two more Schumanns oh, in the right, world that have the douchey part of Schumann. It's a triple douche. Yeah. It's a triple. It's a douche trifecta. It is. Well. Yeah, yeah. And so I just had to put that one in there. Perfect storm of douchiness. Yeah. Your second and only other nominee for douche of the year <coughs> is me, Please. ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Yes. What? I am a contestant. I haven't been a contestant for douche of the year since our very first Brewing Network Awards. Uh, I'm back in the running this year for this. Douche. Is anybody else feeling sentimental? Nope. Me neither. I'm silently yelling at Scott. Don't yep. you think it would, like, we're sort of boring people. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. You're bitchy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Something's buzzing in my ear. I don't give a shit. Okay. What the fuck is wrong with you people? <laughs> it's about fucking time. Jesus Christ. Listen, fuck off the most. I don't give a shit. But you're bitching. I asked for two things here. I asked for climate control and for it to be soundproof. It's noisy and hot. But you're bitching. Well, I don't have a microphone. <laughs> What are you, new? Damn it, Beardy. Well, fuck you too, Beardy. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Didn't we fire Beardy? I had your duty today, yeah. Were you an asshole in there? Let's let's face it, the bar is low. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. (laughs) The jokes have to be short in radio. They can't go ten comments long. And you and JP are the worst at it when you're together, because you keep going back and forth. I've never seen a group of dumpier people. You have been disqualified. Bullshit. You've been disqualified. Bullshit. I've overruled it. Her boobs look weird. In a fucking awesome way. (laughs) Sorry. 
Dustin's writing now on a piece of paper and gonna put it up Bebo's nose right there. <laughs> He's throwing this piece of paper in everybody's face. Eight fucking years, you unprofessional fucking hack! Eight fucking years of this shit! All He's you finally have to do breaking is down, everybody. He's finally breaking down, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Holy fucking shit! He's holding the sign up above his head. And I can't read the sign because he's spazzing out. In a related story, you're a douche. I gotta get back on your meds, Doc. I mean meds. <laughs> yeah. All from there tonight's episode. <laughs> So, I've never wow. listened to that because I was a little afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I realized uh, as I was looking for nominees for Douche of the Year that um, I kind of yell at you guys a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and you should look inside. <laughs> and it made me look inside just a little bit and try to discover, why am I yelling so much? <laughs> and it turns out it's because I'm a douche. Didn't we fire Beardy? <laughs> So, I've never seen a group of dumpier people. I know. That was the best line. Or who the hell said, I had jury duty today, and Justin says, were you an asshole there? Where is that? Wasn't there a line that Bevo said that was douchey in that whole clip? She I just called I him a douche. Oh, I said yeah. somebody had dumpy breasts. In a related story, you're a douche. No, no the, the, all you have to do is breasts. follow my lead, though. That was the moment where I thought you really were going to crack, John. Oh, oh I cracked. He's holding the sign up above his head. And I can't read the sign. What show is that? Make no mistake. I fully broke, That was the calendar moment. Yeah, that was it. You did. You, oh, I think you make, did. There was okay. no mistake. I, that was there was no bit. That was not a false emotion. That was real emotion. I yeah. broke. That was the height of any moment in Martinez <laughs> at the old studio. Never, was that one? Yeah. yeah. Never it, it, been it more was all about, Can we support this uh, sponsor? Yeah. Can you guys just be professional and just roll with me? And <laughs> her boobs are uneven. We did not roll with him. Her tits <laughs> are kind of weird. Agreed with me. <laughs> in my defense. Yeah. Uh, so I think it goes without saying, ladies and gentlemen, your 2014 douche of the year is me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know I'd like I, I would like to apologize, but it would be insincere. Um, yeah, you're not sorry. If you guys would stop fucking up all the time, maybe I wouldn't have to yell at you about doing stupid things. If I could just get in one more thing, yeah. Shut up, Beardy! You won't roll with me! Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, Scott, was that a lot of fun, uh, putting all that together? Well, yeah, Scott was like, yeah. was oh, like yeah. beating your boss over the head like uh, with a hammer? Uh, there was more material than I knew what to do exactly. with. Yeah. He had to ask, so how long do I have? I had to trim it down. Yeah. Well, I said, for the, the for the first time ever, he had no trouble finding clips. I was like, Scott, I'm... Uh, Every night. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm pretty sure that I'm the douche of the year. Could you do me a favor and you know, go through the shows really and look hard. you know just see if you can find things Random about thing. me yelling if one happens to pop up <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's every show yeah uh anyway uh my accept acceptance speech goes something like this fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> i do apologize for that show because i saw it running awry and we should have just followed you and we just... You piled fucked, on. We fucked <laughs> You piled on. And it's like, yeah, exactly. 
I well, but that may, that was just one show. I mean, for every maybe justified rant I have, there's probably three that no, are that uh, one like up. every time I scream at Beardy, for example. That one, no, that one blew up <laughs> to the point where you just. If yeah. you had a fucking shotgun, we'd be all dead. Well, and what, I don't know if you guys, I know Scott from? remembers, it went yeah, on after the, the show, too. Show? Yeah. I don't remember what show that was. After the show, I, most of you left, and I think maybe it was just Beardy and Moscow came back up to the studio, and I lost it again. And I wasn't, I wasn't screaming at them, per se. I was just screaming about how it went. I'm telling you, there was nothing fake about yeah. that one. No, I, there wasn't. I lost and my You shit. actually, uh, you quit therapy the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, I did? Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Your, oh, the next show, uh, you're, you're, you came on the next show and your shrink had apparently been like, well, that was the breakthrough I was waiting for. <laughs> and yeah. you finally let it all out. Well, that's true because it was a Monday show and I had therapy every Wednesday. And so, yeah, I think I went in there and I was yeah. like, I feel good, bro. <laughs> all of a sudden, I feel uh, great. Yeah. yeah, got it all out. <laughs> that, was, that was so about, hey, take my lead. Yeah. And none of us did. <laughs> and it was just, we just, it went bedlam. We were like like 10 puppies going We just kept poking at him. Uh, I'd like yeah. to point out that I, that I did. Exactly. If you go back and listen to it. At him, and he's just like, well, Ow! it was your sponsor, so don't take too much credit. You know I would have rolled with you. I would have. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah. I just want to say thank you for giving me a booth of my own, because you might have stabbed me in the eye. Well, thank uh, Doc, because he built it for you, and I wouldn't have given it to you. Is that so. glass bulletproof? <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. I'm kind of proud of my, uh, you know, douche yeah. of the year this time. Not everybody can be douche of the year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to really, yeah. uh, in my opinion, in the history of douche of the year, you kind of got to earn it. It takes work and effort. You did. Like, there are two awards we take pretty seriously. <laughs> one of them is uh, beer of the year, and the other one is probably douche of the year. If you yeah. get it, you were kind of a douche. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's confirmed pretty much. So, uh, All right, uh, let's get to uh, maybe my second uh, favorite award of the night. And this is because it's really based on what listeners think and also a reflection of how we did here in the studio. Every year we are honored to bring you incredible guests from around the world, always live in studio uh, via Skype sometimes or on shitty phone connections or maybe we just read a note they left behind at a bar it's the brewing network best guest of the year nominees that's right this one's fun because we get to reminisce about some good interviews that we got to do and nice people that we got to meet also usually resonates with our listeners how we did we have audio for this one uh, yeah all right the nominees for guest of the year are Luke and Walt Dickinson from Wicked Weed Brewing oh, Company. Nice. Yeah. Great show. The whole dude. concept of the beer was to make a beer that smelled like marijuana. And it, we brewed the beer uh, with the bassist from ACDC, Cliff Williams. Nice. nice. Um, and he comes once a year and he like drops his bass and puts on brewer's boots. He loves beer. He loves craft beer. He comes in and brews beer with us. Last year we did, uh, we called it Dirty Weeds. Nice. Said Dirty Deeds. This yeah. year we brewed a beer called Chinook Me All Night Long. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's a pun I can get into. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. one's all right. So, yeah. He comes up with a name every year too. Like that's not. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. He oh, comes wow. up with a name. He's like. I want to do a beer called this. You know, and he tells us the name. Shouldn't and then we're like, all, all right, long. we can get into that. All right. Wicked Weed. Our next nominee, our old friend Roger Davis from Faction Brewing Company did a great uh, show this year. Yeah, he I was didn't really know what good. I was doing, and I was like, well, 
if it's going to be in a Baltic Porter, then I'm going to make a straight up Baltic Porter, which I don't know how to do. So I <laughs> listened to Jamil's show about Baltic Porters, and I was like, okay, I got a good idea to make a Imperial Schwartz beer. Nice. But then I have the secret ingredient that I can't talk about. When did you and become it, that guy? He shows his ass at the kettle, but yeah, I right around when that. we talked about anomaly too long. Now you're that. Now you have sold out. Now you have secret ingredients, Roger. Yeah. Okay. I use malt. There you go, Roger Davis, ladies and gentlemen. We love him here at the Hop Grenade. Also, your third nominee for guest of the year, Jay and Alex from the Rare Barrel. That was a great show. We actually take it as like a pretty serious responsibility that as an all-sour brewery, you know, people come into our place and it might be their first experience with sour beer. And we take all this time to make this beer. Why would we release a shitty beer? Yeah. And that's going to reflect poorly on every brewery out there. You're right. Making sour beer. It's our responsibility because we're kind of riding the coattails of great sour beer brewers like Russian River, especially locally. Yeah. You know, they're so consistent with their sour beers and the level of quality is so high yeah that if we came in and kind of just released even just okay beer that would be a shame and your final nominee uh, i think early on in the year he came in uh, our friend from uc davis mr charles bamforth doctor well, i have no right to pontificate about what is good and what is bad and that's why I think they get it wrong in that other uh, alcoholic beverage, which is well-known and loved in Napa and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who uh, stand up and pontificate about what is good and what is bad. Uh, I don't believe they've got any right to do that. And uh, What you like as a beer, what I like, they may be totally different, and so be it. What I do think is you, uh, you should decide what the beer you want is and what the beer is you want to brew and do it consistently. Charlie Bamforth, good guy, great on the program. Those are your nominees. The winner, the 2014 Guest of the Year, Wicked Weed Brewing Company, Luke and Walt Dickinson, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, it was a hard vote. Uh, that we took, but they were a lot of fun. They gave out some great information. Yeah. Uh, fans of the show, so they, they fit right in. Um, Their beer I, was outrageous. Beer yeah. was incredible. I drank with them until we shut down every bar around us and then ate at Denny's until <laughs> 3, 30, or 4 in the morning. Yeah. Um, Monday after GABF. Yeah. yeah. Right. I was, uh, they hurt me. <laughs> the, uh, the Dickinson boys hurt me. If you will, uh, Wicked Weed Guest of the yes, Year, 2014. Nice. I, I do want to point out that uh, uh, Luke uh, wanted to come on the line and uh, make an acceptance speech, but unfortunately, time got away from us, and it's like 1 a.m. out there. But yeah. uh, he he was all about it, and he uh, I'll just say thanks on his behalf. Well, write in an acceptance speech, and uh, oh. JP will read it for you in in JP's uh, voice uh, when, when we come back. So. But congratulations on Guest of the Year. This is actually a cool award for us to give away. We really like this one. Because, it was a really good uh, show. Yeah, yeah, and it was a great show. Yeah, so, well thanks for doing it. I hope yeah. to see you guys in Asheville, and congrats on a win. All right, we're down to our final two awards, and uh, typically this was, this was one award in the past where the Brewing Network, uh, us as a, a crew here on the show, gave away our favorite beer of the year. And I've admitted that... This award actually does mean something to us, while some of the other awards we just have a, a bit of fun with, obviously. 
This one really do think about when we pick our beer of the year. But I'm not going to lie. We don't look at some comprehensive list and make sure we go try every beer that was released uh, throughout the year. That's not really our style. What we do is think about the beers that we've had throughout the year as a team and the ones that really stick out to us. And a lot of times they end up people who have been on the show, uh, beers that we've talked about. Uh, sometimes it ends up just beers in the Bay Area or what's available to us because that's what's local. But Jim's it's really proud. it's the beers that come up to us uh, <laughs> repeatedly. But we do survey the entire Brewing Network team, which is a little bigger than you might think, and uh, make sure everybody uh, nominates several beers, and then, and then we pick a winner. So it's kind of a big deal. But, is my email in my inbox still? Oh, did you not get to vote, Beardy? I mean, you're just barely a brewcaster. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, Beardy! Oh, I'm sick sorry. of it! Sorry. We were sure you could read the labels. So I might have read the email or at least stared at the screen. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. So I'm staring at blurry emails. Yeah. yeah, sorry, guys. All right. That was there. You just couldn't see it. Yeah. We, now we only send uh, voicemails to Beardy so that he can hear. <laughs> uh, that I can hear. Yeah. Topic, beer of the year. Send a courier. Beardy, please tell us which ones are your favorites. But this year we added a little twist because now our home is in the Hop Grenade. And I think we have just an incredible staff of uh, beer-friendly and beer-expert people here. I I, I love what they do for us. And most of the time I go to them for my beer recommendations now. We just opened in June. But when I come in here to the Grenade to buy beer, you know, because I get a sweet discount – um, I usually go to the staff and I go, hey, guys, what, what are you guys loving? And so we also let the Hop Grenade uh, staff vote on their beer and brewery of the year. So we've got two different beers of the year uh, this year and two different breweries of the year. Uh, and so we're going to start with the Hop Grenade. The Hop Grenade, amongst themselves, nominated the following beers for 2014 Beer of the Year. Altamont Brewing Company, Maui Wowie. Yeah. Pretty awesome, hot forward, super hot flavor and aroma beer. Nicole, you had that one? Yeah, it's delicious. Isn't it delicious? Uh, it's one of those ones that just, it's a bit in your face, but also has enough subtleties, I think, that you can appreciate. It's not just, it's not just bitter in your face. It's a lot of different character in your face. I like it. Uh, Maui Wowie from Altamont. Your next nominee, Faction Brewing Company Flagship Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just had one myself uh, here at the Tap House, I think, last week. And by one, I mean like seven. Uh, great beer. Awesome pale ale. Awesome um, mosaic I character. They, mosaic? Yeah. Is that, is that the defining mm-hmm. character? Uh, yeah. Partially, yeah. Okay. Yeah, mosaic and another dank a, a hop like Apollo, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. And CTZ, maybe. Okay, great beer. I'm surprised they didn't go with the Summer IPA. Yeah, we all love that, too. In fact, I think to this date, the Summer IPA is our fastest-selling keg. I think so, yeah. Which we did in in a day. Um, (laughs) Twice. Wow. Uh, Twice over. All right. Uh, All right, so uh, Faction Flag uh, Ship Pale. Um, Your third nominee, Mo Nelson IPA from Cellar Maker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cellar uh, Makers in San Francisco. So obviously a lot of West Coast beers. We do focus on local beer here at the Grenade. Uh, a few of our taps, of course, are from elsewhere. But uh, local, fresh beer we think is very important. So 
I, I just I know we have listeners everywhere, but this is the hop grenade picking their, their beer, so I just want to point that out. Your fourth and final nominee, another West Coast brewery, born yesterday from Lagunitas Brewing Company, also in the nominees. You have a drum roll for me? I do. The winner of your hop grenade beer of the year. Mo Nelson IPA from Cellar Maker Brewing Company. Nice. Coincidentally, they also won Brewery of the Year from the staff. That's right, Deb. Oh. Both the beer and the brewery. Uh, because we consistently like uh, everything that they, they give us here. Uh, I have a feeling that it was a pretty close... Uh, I didn't see all the results, but um, we was all it, love Altamont around here, too. And I have a feeling that Altamont was a pretty damn close second. Yeah. Uh, but Cellar Maker, Mo Nelson IPA. I think all beers have mosaic in them. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> do you think we're, Do you think the grenade is a uh, mosaic head? Mm. little biased. I, think, I mean, that's the hop of the year, really. Interesting. I mean, yeah. like mm. every great IPA, pale ales came out of that. Heavily featured that that hop. Yeah, I'm really the odd man out around here. They're like, "Hey, do you want this?" I no. Uh, I'll take the pale ale again, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they picked some good ones. So uh, good job, Hop Grenade staff. All right, now uh, we'll do our our very own Brewing Network uh, beer of the year. If I could only you know find the intro to it. Because I think it's important. It's here somewhere. I'm reading it. Mm-hmm. Just not seeing it, Beardy. Yeah, vo- voted on by all of us. I but, sort of, I feel like Beardy right yeah. now. Yeah. You want to hear yeah. Beardy puking uh, during Der Stiefel Challenge in the meantime? Oh, yeah. Do you have that? Yeah, sure do. Remember, if you, if you throw up, it doesn't count. Beardy, you don't look good either. Oh, my God. I want to say Beardy took most of it. Beardy turned white. Beardy, Beardy. is pale as a ghost. Beardy's about to look at Holy crap. Are you going to do it, Beardy? Well. well, here, hold it. I don't want to hold it By the way, the competition you. is still on if one of them throws oh, absolutely. in the next couple Beardy, minutes. keep it together, buddy. Beardy, I want oh, you to together. Beardy's not feeling so good. Keep I want together. you to think of a large steak. And, and Shut up, stop. No, like stop. a really juicy meat. They're, and the Schumanns. Look no, at the no, Schumanns. Keep it. going. <laughs> There's no beer. It's only food. Don't D- worry. Dan Gordon said we won. He did. So that's fine. <laughs> we but we won. had stolen two things from Dan Gordon that day. Beer Jeopardy and then finally his voting rights. <laughs> I think we stole yeah, a bunch of Chinese food, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. Afterwards, we did. Yeah. I feel Chinese like in that scenario, we were lucky that Warren puked and didn't just pass out onto the ground. Honestly. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> that w- I that feel was, like that would have been great radio, too. That was the longest 20 seconds of my life. <laughs> You know, our uh, time slowed for me. We have a, 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 a wonderful young lady who works for us here, Ashley, who's an EMT, and I feel like you could have passed out right on the floor. It would have made for great radio. You would have been revived, uh, maybe even with the paddles, which would have made it more fun for me. Uh, I mean, we would have stayed on air the whole time. Oh. And, uh, you know, and watched you just convulse. Well, what All what the about, like, uh, CPR? Like, yeah, I mean, maybe she would have started with CPR, yeah. but I feel like she would have at one point had to do paddles. Just be, even if I was conscious. Oh yeah, you'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I, I'm here, guys. And, I, and, I, and then I would have to say, you know, I, I still don't think he looks like the beardy that I know. So you should paddle him. <laughs> paddle with the, with the defibrillator, not with a wooden. Clear. No, no. I mean, yeah, oh, we're, I'm that. talking clear. Oh yeah, yeah. Clear. I'm talking the lights are going to dim, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> when it happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. My beard will be sticking out all over the place. Yeah, keep zapping yeah. until the beard looks good. That's my dream come true. <laughs> There's always next year. All right. Your last award of the night, the Brewing Network's beer of the year, maybe, at some point here in the near future. 
Yes. We live in the very best time to be a beer drinker. Still, some suck and some rock. Here is the ninth annual completely scientific Brewing Network Beer of the Year. All right, so this one nominated all by Brewing Network staff. Oh, excuse me, guys. Sorry. Their first nominee. Heretic Brewing Company for Taffel Bully. Yes. Yeah. This year's batches. How many batches Uh, were there this year? One. It was one, right? Yeah. Yeah, It was stellar. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, This one showed up on all of our votes. Great beer. Your next nominee. Wicked Weed Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not a West Coast beer, obviously, but something we got to enjoy on the show that we all just absolutely loved. Your third nominee. He won't like it, but Faction Anomaly. (laughs) Yeah. Big hit. Yeah. Oh, my audition just crapped out. Yeah, Faction Anomaly. Uh, now, of course, he thinks it's a gimmicky beer. He doesn't want to be known for that, but we loved it. Every time we put it on tap, it goes crazy and uh, definitely worthy of a beer of the year. Uh, awesome. Has he had to continue making it uh, against his Oh, will? yeah. I think he's still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. He's stuck making it now. Oh, yeah. 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 It's just awesome. It's not as much of an, an anomaly anymore if he's continuing to make it, though. Yeah, yeah. He will, be that, he will need that guy that's going to protect his... Uh, you can use a microphone, please. No. He's, he's, he's going to protect. Use that guy to protect his um, uh, ego. Uh, no, trademark. no, no, no. Trademark brand? bank account. The, the brand oh. brand trademark thing because yeah. everybody's going to be trying to make anomaly. Anomaly. Yeah. yeah, he did it first. Yeah, yeah he did it first. All right, your uh, fourth nominee for beer of the year. This one we nominated the brewery because. Of all of the beers, we couldn't decipher which one deserved being nominated more than the other. And uh, that, that is not an exaggeration. The Rare Barrel. Yeah, the Rare Barrel. Oh. Uh, the staff Great brings in up. bottles. Yeah. They bring in bottles. We have it on tap almost all the time. Yeah. And wow. every one is just as stellar as the next. We had a hard time. So we, I, yep. I, I tried to narrow it down. I said, well, just how about we pick one? We couldn't do it. So we just yeah. put them in as Brewery of the Year slash Beer of the Year together. Um, and your final nominee, Rubens Brews Robust Porter. You might remember that early on in the year, but they sent us some beer, and uh, they just made some great goddamn porter. We were all raving about it. We put them in there. Rubens Brews Robust Porter. Hell yeah, from yeah. Seattle. From Seattle. Yeah. yeah. A good small brewing company just producing some some fantastic beer and, and definitely worthy of a nomination, a potential win here. For your 2014 Beer of the Year, the whole shebang right here, ladies and gentlemen, and the winner. The rare barrel for every goddamn drop of beer they make. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, good Lord. Every single drop of beer that we had from the rare barrel. And we can be dicks. I mean, let's let's face it. Some of us douches. Uh, Some of us douches even. uh, We sit around and we we pick it apart and we try to go, well, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have that in it. Right. Uh, With the rare barrel... I don't think a single shitty comment, even from Tasty, was made uh, about their beers. I haven't heard a bad word at all. 
so the Rare Barrel uh, gypped last year on Beer of the Year, by the way, because of their terrible naming scheme. Um, <laughs> Even though they were beat out by a brewery with a similarly yeah. horrible name. Right, you know. but the beer just deserved it when we gave it to the yeah. Harlot. It yeah. was the Beer of the Year. Uh, this year, I tried to not let my bias for their shitty names uh, come into play mm-hmm. with our voting, and uh, the Rare Barrel was able to succeed by making completely stellar beer, however awfully they market it. You, you just want Jay to keep doing the Sour Hour. And, there, and then there's that. Right. Uh, plus, it's, it's nice to have on tap. Right. Um, and names that make sense. Yeah. And they have good-looking girlfriends. Um, yep. uh, things, yeah. All of these things. Sure. Yeah. I met their mother, and then I felt bad about saying oh, bad things yeah. about them. Uh, she, she shamed me. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. So, in other words, it wasn't really an earned win uh, as much as it was an obligation. Well, well, now next year's contestants know that it takes more than just making good beer. Yeah, it takes... Um, Low jobs. Or, um, you know, a, a very discerning mother. Um, <laughs> right, shaming. To tell me that I'm yeah. an awful person for the way I spoke to their son. Oh, so she listened. She listened to a she show. She listened to the show. And she was like, because well, they introduced me. They are like, oh, this is a show we did. And uh, her, their dad was very nice. And their brother was like... Oh, that was... Um, <laughs> oh, that was you guys? Well, that was you guys. And, um, yeah, so I told all my friends to listen to that show. <laughs> yeah, I, I was there when this happened. Oh, no. And, and then they did listen to that show, and you you guys were awful people. Oh. I mean, she didn't say I was awful people, but it, said, was, it was written on her face much worse she than said, that. Yeah, it, oh. it really didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> yeah, there was a... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was a... <laughs> that was a... <laughs> Uh, however, I, I listen. I digress. Actually, this was uh, given to them because their goddamn beer is amazing. Oh, absolutely! The rare barrel. Everything you make was the beer of the year for yes. 2014. Amazing. Oh, well and that, ladies and gentlemen, is your uh, 2014 Brewing Network Awards. Thanks for uh, listening, for playing along, and for all your contributions throughout the year. Uh, we encourage our listeners and characters to to uh, participate with songs and calls. And, you know, just because we eliminated Drunk of the Week doesn't mean you don't call in and have a little fun with us. In fact, yeah. we welcome drunken calls, as we always have. But like uh, so continue to do so. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep trying to call Antarctica. <laughs> right. yeah. Once they get phone. Installed there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get through. I mean, I figured he could just yell really loud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what happened? Yeah. At least uh, yell up to Argentina. Right. There was a good uh, moment, too, from uh, one of our uh, homebrewers of the week uh, who he hung up on you. And I, it's the first time I can recall uh, like a caller or a guest just hanging up on you. Because if you recall, he was uh, from Sweden. He had been on a reality TV show out there. And he had this great story, but the Skype connection kind of sucked. Ah. And uh, you cut him loose early, and uh, this is what happened. All right, Tom. It's not you. It's me. Right. And um, we're going to break up now. All right. Well, you know, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on the program. Thank you for being the first... Later. I love it. <laughs> Who is on line one, if anybody? I have no idea. I don't know Is there a person there? It sounds Why like you, it's you were trying to answer the phone. I think I answered the phone wrong. Why don't okay. you go back there? That's fine. <laughs> he was like, answer the phone. God Nicole. damn it, Nicole! I was like, I don't even. There's like five phones sitting in there, by the way. I'm like, I hello? Hello? <laughs> uh, hello? hello? You have no training. Don't go back there. You definitely answered it wrong because there's no one on the line. Yeah. I now there's not. I thought there was a light. I tried to press it, but there was two that lit up at the same time. I'm like, why the fuck would that happen? 
What the fuck's going on? It's a good question. Oh, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think that wraps up our Twitter show game. for tonight, except for the Twitter game, of course. See, you are just like JP. I do this to him every time, too, where I'm like, yeah, good job. We're out of here. We had some good ones. So, uh, There's going to be one person that cares. If you, if you remember from earlier, the question is, who's going to be the first person to get kicked out of uh, Winter Brews Fest and why? Yeah. Okay. Great game. Uh, so Blobberglop says, Chuck the Martian and Sam charged with harassment. They got loud, demanding free organic grain-fed sandwiches. Oh, yes. Okay. Chuck does like sandwiches. Let's yeah, see. specific ones. Jeff Suck says, Beardy for dragging that mop through everyone's beer and leaving a snail trail of evidence. Yo, uh, you're gross, yeah. Beardy. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Sue Bryan says, JP's cancer for sneaking in JP. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thomas Vincent says, uh, me, uh, because it's her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even have to drop it in. She's right here. Yeah. Andy Wood. Andy Wood says, uh, Dougie C, because nutters and balls and stuff. Yeah. Could happen. Um, let's see. Uh, Doc, because even if he is totally sober, no one can understand him. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we have uh, Sugar Valley Brewer. Uh, Greg Hack says Sugar Valley Brewer for trying to whack a whack a whack on Bevo's beer vine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, uh, Push says Schumann for upskirting again. Duh. Upskirting. Upskirting again. What is that? Again. When you have shiny shoes, they can look. Like He's like looking up girl skirts yeah. or something. Oh. And one more. Uh, Tasty for getting handy in the heretic line while sipping on some cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that happen last year, Tasty? It's going to happen all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anytime there's a line. Well, those are all good, Nicole. I know. Yeah, I want it. Um, I thought we had a clear. Well, one that stands out for me right now that, that I would put in the ring is Nicole for It's My Birthday. It's hey, my birthday. Um, Beardy's mop was pretty good. I like Beardy's mop, mop, and I like Sugar Valley for following Bebo around (laughs) doing wacka wacka on on her bear behind. Good point. I mean, I've been known to. I like to say wacka wacka wacka. Nate's like, hey, that's my girl you're talking about. <laughs> oh, wait. oh, by the way, while while I was looking at the uh, chat room while I was in there, and, and they were saying that uh, the reason that Bevo and I left together was uh, because we were having a brawl in the parking lot over Nate, oh, and, and oh. that the loser was going to be stuck with Sam. <laughs> that was the last nomination in the chat room. Yeah. That's, I, that's our winner. Yeah, that's our winner. Yeah. By the way, we're selling tickets to that brawl. Uh, it'll happen right here at the yeah, Hot Grenade. Right, and right, uh, yeah. ticket $50. There'll be oil. and uh, It'll happen right out in the fountain. Yes. And right it'll be in the fountain. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, hot oil Grenade uh, to pr- provide the uniforms. They're coming soon. Um, Sick fight. Good job. All right. Well, we do have a phone call to take, it looks like, uh, before we go. Let's go to uh, Billison, which is a sort of a weird name. Um, Billison it sounds, it sounds like a, a Midwestern town from Michigan. Billison, what's happening? Billison from Michigan. Oh, what? yeah, yeah, it's Billison from Michigan. Hey, um, no, I actually, I just wanted to call you guys and thank you guys for like the years and years and years of like this amazing fucking program that you guys are doing for me. You're welcome. Because it's all for you. Guess what I just got Shut today? Up, what did you just get? To, a handy. Yeah, oh, I wish I had a fucking handy, but, okay, you, you know, I, I just got offered the brewmaster position at the latest um, 
store in my town. So, well, congratulations. Nice. <laughs> That's yeah. cause to celebrate, man. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Did you submit? Hey. Did you submit your homebrew to them? Did you yeah. do any of our recipes? Or what you do <laughs> Yeah, a couple of them, but um, there's only other. There's one other person that's not listening right now that I really, really, really need to thank. Okay, and that's Ed. Millsy. Mills. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah, like no, he's actually the one that introduced me to you guys, and he got me into judging. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Mills is a good guy and also a good brewer, so uh, that's good and, people you're you're running with. Dude, he's the best. The only problem is I'm the other on the opposite side of the state from him right now. Oh. Yeah. He uh, didn't get <laughs> didn't get nominated for anything tonight, Mills. I feel like the last several award shows he's been in there somewhere. Should have put him in Fallen Soldier. Then, yeah, no kidding. Where you at, buddy? Yeah. Um, well, all I'm right. over near I'm over near Flint, and he's on the other side of the state. So okay. Well, Billison, thank you for the call, and congratulations on your brew gig, man. Yeah. That's awesome news. Hey, thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. Cheers, brother. Uh, I hope to have your beer soon. Send us some. Hey, cheers, man. All right, don't send it to Scott. Uh, thank you, Bill. <laughs> said, no, Any, you'd, anybody you'd, else? You get a buddy. bottle. You could do definitely <laughs> yeah, get a bottle. <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> all right, there you go. Uh, all right, so listen, we don't have uh, JP here to do the closing segment, so I don't really want to play JP's an asshole. It's our normal closing song. I feel like oh, the best I? audio of the night was me screaming at everybody. The douche. Should we mm. cl- should we d- should we make that our outro so people can hear it again? <laughs> me being yeah. a douchebag. I, I think you need to hear it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, so I so I can maybe correct. Is that what you're saying? Kinda. Uh, doc. All right. So hold off. I'll, I'll just have you play it as our outro. Don't do it as a bed. Let me just uh, thanks everybody for another great year of uh, brewcasting here at the Brewing Network. Uh, both our staff uh, in, in this studio and and outside of the studio. And to the listeners, we we love you for listening. We can't do this without you. Next week, we're back with Winter Brews Festival on Saturday. But more importantly, probably for you listeners, is Society Brewing Company in here inside the studio on Monday. Society. Yeah, they like to party with us, too. So and they like nutters. Yeah. Yeah. nutters. They might wear nutters. And nutters. Weird. Um, so I know they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. We're going to have them here on the program. Don't forget, we have other shows on the BN2. Uh, Dr. Homebrew, The Sour Hour, Brew Strong. Uh, brewing with style. I mean, you name it. We got some stuff for you, and I think some more shows in the pipeline for 2015 as well. So, more shows in the pipeline for this week. Uh, yeah, we're out and brew strong this week. All right, Thursday, well, Friday. So thank you all for sticking with us. Another great Brewing Network Awards. Yay. Thanks to Melo Vino Meadery. And uh, what a good time. Take us out of here, please, Moskowitz. Is anybody else feeling sentimental? Nope. Me neither. I'm silently yelling at Scott. Don't yep. you think it would... Like, we're sort of boring people. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. You're bitchy. Fuck that guy. Something's buzzing in my ear. I don't give a shit. Okay. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It's about fucking time. Jesus Christ. You can fuck off the most. I don't give a shit. But you're bitching. I asked for two things here. I asked for climate control and for it to be soundproof. It's noisy and hot. But you're bitching. Well, I don't have a microphone. <laughs> Grab the microphone. What are you, new? Damn it, Beardy. I'm... Well, fuck you too, Beardy. Yeah, Beardy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Beardy. Didn't we fire Beardy? I had jury duty today, yeah. Were you an asshole in there? Let's, let's face it, the bar is low. Shut the fuck up, Beardy. The jokes have to be short in the radio. They can't go ten comments long. You and you and JP are the worst at it when you're together because you keep going back and forth. I've never seen a group of dumpier people. You have no, been disqualified. Bullshit. bullshit. You've been disqualified. Bullshit. I've overruled it. Her boobs look weird. In a fucking awesome way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Justin's writing now on a piece of paper and going to put it up Bebo's nose right there. <laughs> He's throwing this piece of paper in everybody's face. Eight fucking years, you unprofessional fucking hat! Eight fucking years of this shit! All He's you finally have to do breaking is down, everybody. He's finally breaking Holy down, fuck. ladies and gentlemen. Holy fucking shit! He's holding the sign up above his head. And I can't read the sign because he's spazzing out. In a related story, you're a douche. I gotta get back on your meds, Doc. I mean, meds.